This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome, everybody, to uh, another episode of Tackle and Tacos, number 39. Uh, that's how, how long ago were you 39, Jordan? It's been quite a few years. 15 right? years. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the new tradition now. We open the show, we make right. fun of how old Jordan is. Right? <laughs> oh, we're oh, we're yeah, almost so over the hill. We're almost over the hill, episode 39. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is awesome. Uh, stoked for this guest, too. Heck, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like all episodes, number 39 is brought to you by Grizzly Coolers, Kenai Gear, Hook and Arrow Supply, Giltech, Working Class Bowhunter, and Waypoint TV. I said TV. Wait, wait, Mark, you uh, buy that there Waypoint, boy. You come up there and you got your television set on the floor like a little console, hit the little dial. Was it that bad? No. But, oh, my gosh. Uh, I just sounded like Wesley Strader, didn't I? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah I was close. Uh, also, one really rad thing, and it's in process, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it, but I'm just going to anyway. Okay. Uh, we're working on having all of our video podcasts like this one that we're recording right now um, be on the Waypoint TV app. Um, and there's no other like, I don't think there's any other podcasts that are on the app right now for video. And they said, we want the best. And I said, here we are. Here That's it. we That's are. That's all we got. That's, that's, yeah. all, that's all we got is the best. Um, and so that's actually kind of exciting. So I've been talking um, to this woman um, named Catherine and another feller named Turner, like some kind of important people over there. And they're just the friendliest humans ever. Um, and so I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, well, here's the link. And then we just need your description. And so pretty soon our video podcast will be on Waypoint TV too. So if you don't have that app, you should. It's dope. It. hunting, 
fishing, all the uh, things, all the things, uh, lenders, angling edge, babe Winkleman's on there, which babe. I just realized is my, my childhood hero, uh, yeah. all totally, totally free. So you should do it. So, um, once again, I know we're a little bit late in the game now because the last episode we released with Mr. C pip, uh, Chad Pipkins side note. What a cool dude. The coolest. Well, I mean, yeah, what a yeah, cool cat. Yeah. He's one of those dudes you get around, you just sort of feel charged up. Like his energy was just, infectious. Right. yeah, that's a perfect word, infectious. He just had such a cool laugh and like just, he's one of those dudes, you know, he wakes up like fully dressed and his teeth are brushed. You know, like he wakes <laughs> up ready to go. Like that's just how yeah. the dude is. But uh, we said on that one, happy, uh, happy <coughs> New Year's. But now we're actually recording in yep. 2024. So anybody listening, anybody hearing this, seeing this, happy New Year's to you. We hope it's been good so far. Nate, Lola, have you made? I was just going to ask you. Have you made any? Have you? No. <laughs> I don't even think about it. Have you made any resolutions? We didn't even talk about it. I don't even, I don't really do that. What kind of New Year's people are we? I don't really do that. I think it's stupid, but. Why do you think it's stupid? um, I I feel like having, I don't think it's a bad thing to like start something. Like if you want to start um, eating better or running, or if you want to start being more financially responsible. I don't think it's a bad thing to start it on a specific day yeah. or whatever, but for everybody just to like wait till January one. It just seems for I, me, it's just gotta be on a Monday. Like, oh I'm gonna start eating better. It's gonna be on a Monday. What about you, Nate? You make any resolutions? <laughs> uh just the just the stereotypical one uh of eating better and exercising. I mean that's yeah. I think that's, that's great. It. I think yeah. that's a good I, yeah. Like, I think next year for, for tackle and tacos we should do a um you know, if we're still kicking next year, fingers crossed, right. <laughs> um, we should do a negative resolutions, you know, like this year I resolved to eat more Taco John's. That's good. Yeah. Just um, pile it down. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, uh, there's this radio station near us. I think, is it called the moose 106.7? Yeah. Shout out 106.7. They play like classic country and every, uh, every like commercial break, they do this thing, which I'm pretty sure they're on iHeartRadio. So you could look them up cause it's like an old school country station, which is really dope. Um, they do this, these little commercial was like, Hey, if you've ever, I don't know what, if you've ever worn your good shoes to change the pig feet, you're one of us or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like these cheesy deals. I was thinking of one today. Like if you've ever gone to Taco John's and got a six pack and a pound and pretended like it was for you and your friends when it was just for you, you're one of us. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I feel like that would be, Cause like That's you could solid. totally go to Taco John's, get you a yeah. six pack and a pound that you know, dang well, you're going to eat yourself <laughs> and then be like, yeah, me and my buddy Patrick are going to split this. But like, you know, what I'm saying that you know, you've been to put down six tacos and a pound of Olay's. Yeah. But anyway, that sounds um, so good. I looked it up. But man, seriously, Olay's with cheese is just so good. It's one of the best. Salty. Um, Absolutely. Uh, researchers, I looked this up on the interwebs, which is always correct. Oh. They suggest that only nine percent. This is so crazy. Nine percent. So less than one in ten of Americans who make resolutions actually see them through. And of uh, the people who make resolutions on New Year's Day, 43% quit them by January, 24% quit them by the end of that week. I mean, life gets in the way. It's okay. Yeah. I'm just saying by the end of the week. They can start again the next year. <laughs> the end of the week, though? Like like a quarter of them or by the end oh, of the week? Like, never mind. That's all right. I'm they three tried. days into this whole running thing. I'm, it's not happening. I'm proud of the right, effort. Yeah. Are you positivity? It's worth the effort. Yeah, New Year's <laughs> resolutions are apparently not worth the the effort. But um, how how about this? How about this? How about this? Let, let's play a let's play a stupid game. Okay. The game is you can um magically 
have any resolution you mm-hmm. make come true, okay. what would it be? I feel so nervous right now. Do you have one, Nate? Ooh, uh, no, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I feel like I have two. I was, he said no. I, I would want to yeah, be able to fish better mm-hmm. or... I want to become a runner. I want to be a runner so yeah. bad. Yeah. I just want to, I don't want to work out. Yeah. I mean, I working out. It's okay. It's a good thing. Do you want to get bulky? I don't. <gasps> I mean, I gotta like, I gotta like move the camera back to fit right. Lola on the frame. Hey guys. Oh, my voice would change Welcome too. To obviously. Tacos, hose. <laughs> this is Lola. <laughs> no, I just, yeah. I, I just don't. wanted to say the B word so bad. Yeah. It would have fit. It would have been really funny. Um, yeah, I Fishing don't know. I want to be a runner every year, yeah. every spring. I'm like, I'm going to be a runner. Wait, 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 back it up. What was that running or milking a cow? It could be either. I want to be a I runner. I can run and milk a cow at the same time. I don't think that's possible. Except for I have trigger fingers, so it feels kind of weird. Yeah, I that. yeah. I think mine, if I could make a New Year's resolution, mine would be to be more organized across the board. Oh, I love that. That's because a good I'm one. really like when I do get organized, like like last week, I cleaned out the boat. And like organized almost everything. I didn't get all my soft plastics reorganized. I kind of just put them in a compartment. But all the hard baits, all the stuff hanging up, all yeah. the stuff on rods from last year still, cut it off, cut the actually went down to the to the um the ring. Yeah. The, the or the you know the tie on and actually cut the knot off. I think for put it you, away. That is the best feeling being organized. When I suck you at and it. I are the same in this, that if we have a system, we can stick to it yeah, yeah, usually system, like okay this is this box for this installing specific thing. that system installing the system is hard yeah dude that's really hard it is that's probably yeah, honestly like not to get that. yeah not to get dr philly that's probably where people lose their resolutions is they don't have like a like, know, like if there was someone in place for how to do the to thing say, here's how you do the thing yeah. now just do it and or there's just there's better. or there's just no there's no meat on the bones. It's like I'm gonna start running. It's not I'm gonna start running twice a week, right. every there's Monday, no, every Thursday like for at in. least a half mile. All it's in. I'm gonna start running. It's just real vague and there's no right. teeth. And all right, Nate, you've had some time. What's a resolution? Also, how are you feeling? You 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 sound good, and then you sound like you smoked a pack, and then you sound good. yeah, maybe yeah. It's a uh, uh pretty rough. I've been you know was sick for like a week and a half mm. and did the whole COVID test deal and never got a positive test, but. I felt almost exactly like I did when I had COVID. So okay. not Gosh. quite, never lost my taste, never smell okay. nothing okay. like that. Um, wasn't quite as like weak for as long as I was when I had COVID. Yeah, geez, but, that's the worst. That was um, the worst. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But other than that, I've I've been good except for this okay. gosh darn cough that just I just cannot get lingers. rid of. Hang oh, on, man, dude. It's, yeah, it's killing me uh, for sure. Aww. Just driving me crazy. And the worst yeah. is like like now nighttime. Like, we get always, at yes. always at night. Yeah. Always at night. Or if you, or right like away in the you morning. Lay, lay down for bed, that's yeah. when it's like, that's oh, it. I need to be sitting up because yeah. otherwise yeah. it's exactly. all coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. And the worst yeah. is you're a married man. You you lay with your wife at night and yeah. you can't stop coughing. And you're like, God, oh, yeah, no. I know this is annoying. This has to be annoying. For and her. then, you know, you take the pillow and put it over your head. And then you're dead. Bye. Exactly. Coughing's done. Are you maybe, Nate, is this potentially a side effect? a manifestation the sickness for how disgustingly terrible iowa was in their bowl game wait i want to hear his resolution oh sorry do you (laughs) that was a good before i make fun of you and wait what's the transition noise dang it no there it is he'll get it he'll get it all right no, but yeah, if I had to make a resolution, something yeah. that I, I'd like to make and like stick to, it'd mm-hmm. be like the 
probably like better like financial planning and like mm, staying on top good. of like you know this goes to savings and this goes yeah. to this exactly budgeting mm-hmm. and like yeah you know not just you know blowing a bunch of money on tackle you know and, and i mean can't really it's it's rough it's rough you know what i mean it's just it's uh it's a bad deal but that that'd be like probably the major one that i would i would say like my if my i brother gonna pick one sent me this really cool budget form where you basically just plug in your numbers because i needed the system but yeah. i didn't know how to come up with a system to like make a good budget because you know there's so much out there and he's like dude this one really yeah. works it's really helpful and then he sent me another one that is like a snowball chart for like debt so you can put mm-hmm. in the amount of debt the percentage of the interest rate and then it'll tell you if you take the amount from this and then put it to this once this one's paid off it'll be everything will be right. paid off by whatever date dope. and it's really cool to we've see. not done it but we've seen I mean, we've, we've seen tried. the formula on the spreadsheet yeah we've <laughs> not done the whole yeah, thing but, but but we've worked on it yeah, and yeah. i think it's been it helpful yeah so the snowball thing really quick is dope so like let's say you have a debt of a thousand dollars on a on a credit card so let's say you work aggressively to pay off that by putting two hundred dollars a month yeah. for the next five months so then that's paid off but what you then do is you take the money you were using to pay off that credit card and you start putting that same amount towards it. the next debt. So instead of paying the next debt, you pay the next debt plus the $200. So everything like snowballs, it just moves faster right. and it gets you. It's, if yeah, we took sure. your resolution, Nate, with my resolution and Lola's resolution to milk more cows, yeah. we would be, we'd be in like, like Flynn. We'd I mean, be we'd so be, resolved. We'd be sitting. All right. So tell me about <laughs> Iowa football, Nate. What the heck happened? Uh, man, I, it, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of roughness happened. Yeah. Uh, Who did they play again? They played Tennessee, the Tennessee, volunteers. That's right. Yep. Yeah. In the uh, what was it? The Cheese It Bowl, I believe. The is what volunteers. Yeah, the Tennessee sorry. volunteers. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's, some, it's something. What do they look related, like? Isn't, it? isn't that what do the volunteer like came something? from? I believe. Yeah. I What's believe their? The What's orange their, men. Their, lo- their just, logo is them <laughs> like um, the giving orange money or, to people. To yeah, Tennessee homeless. volunteers, and it's just kidding. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what did you no, get? Yeah, 49 to nothing. I got distracted. Sorry. It was something pretty close to that. I think yeah. it might have been like 42, somewhere right around there. I can't remember the exact score, but oh, I really, God. I watched almost every play of it. And I got yeah. to the point where I'm like, the only reason I'm watching this still is in hopes to God that they will put in the backup quarterback. Really put in the put in the freshman quarterback. Yeah, seriously. Ooh, everybody's something. asked for all season and see if yeah. we can just get a little spark. See if we something. change something. Yeah. Because uh Deacon Hill was a sitting duck who couldn't throw the ball <laughs> all mm. all game. It was yeah. it was horrendous. It was yeah, so your bad. offense yeah, has been bad all year though, but your defense oh, yeah. has been what got you through, which is pretty dope. It has, yeah. And yeah. they got and they got torched too by that backup QB that that Tennessee brought out. Yeah, because what's his face um, didn't play because he's declaring right, uh, Melton. Yep. Or, yeah, Had, yeah, switch, yeah, which, Milton, yeah. Have you seen that dude throw a football? I haven't. It's 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 the it's the craziest thing I've ever I seen in my have. life. So like he went to the Manning football camp, right? And they do this thing at the Manning football camp where they only invite like the like Peyton Manning and Eli, yeah. whatever, <clears throat> where they only invite certain people. And this cat from Tennessee, um, Melton Minton, whatever his last name is, it Melton? Is that right? I can't remember. Isn't that yeah, someone on the Packers? Uh, Milton. 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 Yeah. That's right. Milton. Milton. Yeah. So they do this thing where they have um, golf carts go across the field 
I think they have like a 10, a 20, a 30, and then they have like an 80, which is, you know, not a real thing. Nobody's hitting it at 80. So he hits 10. I think he hits 10, misses 20, hits 30. And then he cocks back and hits 80 in the air while the golf cart is moving. Oh, my God. He he hits the golf cart moving at 80 yards. What? Not everyone Don't even do make that, sense. Huh? And, and it went. It yeah. had to go. It had to like get some kind of clearance. It went so high in the air, like the thing went straight up out of the frame, and it came right. But I was like, "Oh my gosh!" People were just bugging out. That dude's got a that dude's got a gun on him. I don't know if he'll be a good quarterback in the NFL, but holy heavens, I've never seen somebody yeah. throw a football as, as hard as he can. <laughs> yeah, he can spin it. Yeah, yeah he's he's yeah, very. I, I think if he, I think if he falls into like a Jordan Love situation where he can mm-hmm. not go crazy high, sit, you know, get drafted mm, yeah. mid yeah, mid range and and sit for just a couple seasons. I think yeah. he has the potential cuz he has all the tools for sure, but Man. Uh, I think getting thrown out there really kills a lot of guys, you know. It does. He's got he's got a special arm talent though. I've never yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's yeah. nonsense. Yeah. But uh I guess while we're on the subject of yeah. losing college football teams. Oh. Um, oh well they they actually <sighs> went back and looked at the footage and the defense um forgot to get off the plane yeah that's what it was that's yeah. what that's that's <laughs> why um they Michael left Penix, a few guys yeah yeah that's why he threw so well because it was um you've seen where there's like 12 players on defense on the field we had two on the field at a time and they were both yeah. water yeah. boys mm-hmm. so that's why he could just throw wherever he, he's he's actually playing in the national championship right now but he's still completing passes from that game okay so <laughs> it's uh and the crazy thing was it was the worst defensive game i've ever seen the longhorns play as so far as this sad. season they seem so sloppy yeah, yeah tons of penalties all over the place tons of big plays and we're still in at the very end down by six and we have four plays from their 12 or 15 yard line to win it and couldn't get it in and it was just i was so uh, sad i I mean i was sitting up in bed like i was sitting in bed like this then i hear the hook them horns like come on come on come come on Um, scared awake and then that last play a bunch of my homies um we're like, oh, wasn't that maybe like pass interference on the on the Huskies? I don't think it was. Like the way no, the dude yeah, kind of came over the back and hit it. I don't think it was. Yeah, it was, was just that was pretty It was just clean, a good yeah. defensive play. And it just I just sat there like cried myself to sleep. But hey, but but the what? But but what what about the Packers? Yeah, boy. They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, dude. That's so dope. That's a dope hat too, by the way, Nate. That that like Carhartt and Packer hat. That's really clean. Yeah. Um, I'm so I all things aside, I can get all negative about the defense and whatever, but there were so many times this year that I'm like, there is no way. And Jordan Love had 32 touchdowns, second in the NFL, 4,100 yards. Um, man, I was not a fan, and I was completely wrong. That boy, he he's a dude. Like, he was, hey, he was out I there got, playing. I got one better for you. As we're recording, I got a yeah. message from a, from a buddy uh, of mine, one of our, our listeners, Chad Wilson. I'm going to give him a shout-out because I shout just out. got the message. Shout-out, Chad Wilson. Uh, he, he sent me a message. He just said, go, Pat, go. Also, is Jordan still a love hater? Dang. <laughs> he just he just sent I'm it. Not. He just I'm sent not. it. He's like, That's what's funny. up? Is he still Call a love out. hater? Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong, uh, dude. He openly admitted that like we have a group text with his dad and stepmom yeah. and we talk like all things Packers Constantly. and and he's like, yeah. oh, he's not the dude. He's not the dude. Yeah. And then at one point he goes, I was wrong. He's yeah, the dude. Just like, <laughs> there were so many yeah, things. His accuracy dude. was so bad and like, sh- like short passes in the flats where, you know, 
players are having to jump for the ball. I'm like, dude, put it on his numbers, man. And then now he's dropping these dimes where like every time that he throws a long pass, I'm thinking like there's a good chance it's going to be there because he's really accurate with it. And he's just, he's six, four. So he's tall. He can see well, he stays so even keeled like emotionally. And like, do I think we're going to go into Dallas and win? Probably not. I think if we can, it'll be one of two things. It'd either be a, we're running the ball super, super, super well. And we're keeping their offense off the field because their offense scores like 30 something a points a game at home or B we get into a shootout and can get maybe one or two um, stops on defense, which I don't believe in our defense, but if they could otherwise, I in them. otherwise I don't think they have a chance if it's just like a normal game. I think Dallas will really honestly put a hurting on us, but I don't care. Like the fact that they made the playoffs with, for all intents and purposes, a rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. And they have I got think, to think so. get rid of Joe Barry have to. Yeah, statistically, they're saying they're the youngest team in history ever to make the playoffs. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's ever, ridiculous. Ever, you know that? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yep. I, how, I and how good are those receivers looking too, young boys? Oh, they're yeah, they're looking good. Yeah, I think yeah. if they can get some pressure on Dak, uh, keep the ball out of CD Lamb's hands, I think we got a chance to to win it. But if CD puts up one of those two hundred yard games or you know that's something over. crazy like he's capable of, yeah, we don't right. have a chance. Yeah, and and Dak, somewhat like Josh Allen, his NFC East compatriot, loves to turn the ball over. He he ain't afraid to throw a pick. So he's gonna sling it. Yeah, yeah. You put some pressure on him, he'll gunsling his way into a pick. But dude, so okay, let's let's move on. But the last thing I want to say, I was looking at an ESPN quarterback ranking, and they ranked Josh Allen number four in the NFL, and Josh uh, Josh Allen number four in the NFL, Jordan Love, number 11. And I'm like, are you on some kind of like hallucinogenic drug here? Like as you were writing this article, Josh Allen threw four, minor, four more interceptions. You know, like yeah. the dude is just a pick machine. Um, yeah. The Bills are not that impressive. I like Josh Allen, but get the crap out of here. He's seven spots better than Jordan Love. Like, no, no way. <laughs> and Jordan Love got hosed in the Pro Bowl voting, not even the top 10. Oh, yeah, I agree. That even was, though that he, I'm not saying he deserves to be in the Pro Bowl because there are some good players out there, but not even top mm -hmm. 10. Come on, dude. Not yeah. even an alternate. Get, yeah. get out of here, dude. That's that's stupid. All right, let's keep it moving. Um, One really quick thing I just want to touch on. This is Wisconsin. It's January 8th as we're recording this. What yeah. day? January 8th. Yeah. Um, I had my boat out on the water on December 30th. Crazy. That like, on, not on the ice, not like We're scooting across the ice, but like on the water. Um, I didn't catch anything, but he was having fun and I don't care. It was so dope out there. Just cracking a jerk bait. Um, throwing a football jig, throwing a flat-sided square bill, just all the, like, cold-weather stuff. I even threw an A-rig, although every time I throw one, I just feel like such a dope. Um, and I'm not against the A-rig. It's just such a funny yeah. – it looks like a chandelier. And I just I, – I, every time I throw it, I think of that Mark Zona episode where he's like, pick up that rig, boy. And I just – Fire that rig. Fire that rig, boy. <laughs> and I just feel like a dork. But, so funny. Um, the one cool thing was I was using LiveScope <laughs> – as I'm out there, uh, I'm seeing fish and they might've been crappies, um, but I'm seeing them all over underneath, um, the deeper water overhang, like, um, lay downs, like on the bottom, like just suction cup to the bottom. And every once in a while you'd see them swim sideways or come back or whatever. And I would throw something on their heads, even like a small Ned rig. Um, like our homie Gussie said, like on a, f a football style head and they would swim over to it and then swim away from it. And, you know, and, which kind of sucks and is whatever, but like, man, it was so cool being out. So that was, yeah. that was pretty neat. 
Super fun. Yeah, this late in the year, um, that's pretty dope. Uh, Except for I'm ready to ice fish. Yeah, it just. I mean, I love being out on the boat, but I so just strange. Yeah. Also, we can announce that, right? Good on Why? that. We can announce that this is really exciting, and then let's just get cracking. Let's get after. It. Let's skip all this other stuff, and we'll keep it moving. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Brian Brosdale, who is sort of like the MJ of like ice fishing. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's a white dude. He's got kind of like a big, thick, like dark red hair goatee. Um, he's sponsored by like every ice fishing company ever. The other day when I was at work building an ice shack for a customer, I looked up a how-to video on how to build it. And there he is inside of it. And just like the dude's everywhere with ice fishing. Um, he's going to be on our podcast. Super exciting. So like that's really dope. And our questions are probably going to be so, yeah. our questions are probably going to be so ignorant because we're not like these experts. No, I bet that's what people ice love. People, but people I think it'll be that, so rad. Us. Yeah, it'll be so because he's got that vibe of like teacher, yes, guide, whatever. So I'm really excited for that. Just to be like, dude, break it down for us. Like, yeah. how did you get to the level you're at in ice fishing, and how can somebody else? Yeah, I'm really, really pumped for that. So I'm um, just working out the details on on getting him on. So, um, all right, our guest tonight. <laughs> Um, and AJ in the background, I'm sorry for leaving you on there for so oh, long. Buddy. Um, usually we do this like 10 minutes. We got talking football and we should just have a football podcast too, but, That'd be so good. um, uh, this is a really exciting one because our <laughs> guest tonight is a custom lure painter, tackle maker extraordinaire from Nebraska, um, AJ Mendy. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm super pumped to have him on. Nate, why are we so excited to have this cat on the podcast? Well, I mean, it probably starts with the fact that we've been buying his lures, sharing his photos, like all of this for <coughs> years now. Years. Choking myself up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the stuff he does is legit works of art. Like it, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing, you know, and, and we're super stoked to get to talk with him. Um, but, you know, we're talking five plus years maybe Has like that we've been buying yeah, maybe six yeah. years that we've been yeah. you know grabbing grabbing these custom painted crankbaits from him and yeah um yeah yeah just the man like i said just the stuff he does is uh is works of art uh yeah. his ideas behind some of the the like paint schemes that he puts together is like stuff you've never seen before yeah uh at like levels you've never seen it done yeah. like it's, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm jazzed up. So yeah, man. So here he is. Let's bring him in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Horseshoe tackle owner, painter, bass fisherman, tournament fisherman, AJ Mendy. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Yo, yo, what's going what's on, up, man? Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, heck yeah. I don't know if Nate's gonna come down I eighty because uh, you know. My team did not lose their bowl game. Uh-oh. Being a Nebraska fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we haven't lost yeah. a bowl game in like six or seven years. That's awesome. I mean, we haven't been, been to some, though, right? Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm a Vikings fan, so Ooh. I don't know when the Packers got Donald, Donald Driver back on the field. But right. Yeah. I've seen the radio yeah, out there, and it's bringing bad flashbacks. Yeah, man. Oh, it's funny, man. like yeah, – uh, uh, we were just talking to um, Austin Felix, you know, who's a Minnesota guy about the Vikings. And we were like joking with him about Kirk Cousins. And I feel like if you didn't think like me with Jordan Love, if you didn't think Kirk Cousins was good. Well, now all these 58 dudes have been backing him up just being horse crap. You're like, OK, maybe Kirk Cousins actually is pretty dang. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of it kind of proves it for sure, <laughs> dude. 
Yeah. Anywho, so this is cool, man. We've been we've been we've been fans of your work for a long time. Um, buying your stuff and um, having you on the on the podcast is kind of a cool way to like close the circle of like, you know, life has this weird way of going in patterns and circles. And we saw your stuff, bought your stuff, still bought your stuff, still bought your stuff. Then you commented on like one of our posts. Yeah. And I was like, dude, be on our podcast. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, man, we're, we're really pumped to have you on. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, uh, I mean, it's an honor to be on here. Like talk tackle, but more importantly, yeah. talk tacos. That's right. Yeah. Here for the taco That's talk. Okay. Uh, Good. Yeah. So before I came on here, the reason why I thought I was late, um, I went and uh, I had a thing from Google pop up and it was like most visited places and the Mexican restaurant when I used to live in Lincoln, um, I looked at it and it said I'd visited 47 times. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. So yeah. Yeah, That's dude. yeah. You're our kind of human. You're, you're one of us. Like we were just talking <laughs> yeah. about seriously, dude. That's amazing. And what is the, do you want to give a shout out? What Mexican restaurant is it? Uh, Daily owns in Lincoln. It's like uh, daily so, owns. We have a lot of, like Omaha especially is, a, you know, big packing plant town. It's always okay. been stockyards and stuff. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. immigrant town from the time sure. it was built. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like we have a lot of um, like fast food Mexican restaurants, like local chains that'll yeah. have oh, cool. seven or eight stores around town. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Daily Owns that's is the awesome. one in Lincoln. And that's also like the drunk college food because they're open until <laughs> you know, all hours of the night. And, Perfect. What's your favorite yeah. thing to get there? Yeah. What, what What's the juice? Uh, the Nebraska burrito is my favorite. It's steak, egg, and cheese. Oh, Whoa, gosh, that sounds so good. So good. Nice. Yeah. Hey, gum. That's it's a also really good, good break idea. the hangover. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's funny. Like, just like, greasy like, enough. Yeah, right. Just the right amount of kind, that little bit of flour in the tortilla. Um, Lola and I, we watch this show pretty often called, like we talked about it here, I think, Somebody Feed Phil. It's like a a cooking show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it's, I never realized until I started watching sort of more like fancy cuisine shows or competition cooking shows, cooking an egg properly is like this like this mark of like how good you are at like cooking, you know, like I always mm-hmm. took it for granted. Like I'll just make an egg, you know, make an over easy egg, make a whatever sunny side, yeah. whatever. But that's like a thing, yeah. you know, and to have, I'm, I was just, and I'm, the only reason I'm saying that where my brain is at <laughs> is I'm just thinking if you made the over easy egg just right and then put that in a burrito and bit into, Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, that sounds freaking dope. Yeah. yeah that sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a reason why Julia Child had so many egg recipes yeah. in her book. So yeah, 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 that's dope. Good reference, dude. That was yeah. nice. Well, food's my thing. I, I don't know if you can tell, but <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that backup yeah, shot. Yeah, it's so funny. Nate said yeah, that makes, that makes two, two of us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so speaking of like tacos and stuff, let's just talk yeah, about we can jump it. Off let's tacos. talk about well, well, it. Nate, Nate, hit him with that first question first, first and question? then we'll jump off. I just want to get kind of like the, you know, the the base level stuff. I don't know. The the real the real cutthroat question of yeah. who is AJ? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are Why you? Why do you paint? Yeah. Um, I what well, well, yeah, what well, got you into I'm, it? I'm just like I'm just the type of person that I've never, I've always wanted to make whatever. I I guess it's because I'm cheap. <laughs> I don't like. I started tying Perfect. flies when I was probably I don't know ten maybe. Um, 
and kind of just because like you go into a fly shop and even, you know, however long ago, 25 years ago now, uh, you go into a fly shop and, you know, a buck 50 for a fly seemed just astronomical. I'm yeah, like, right. I yeah. yeah. So like, uh, you know, I got like the kit from Cabela's with the vice and everything and oh, cool, like, yeah. the worst materials possible, <laughs> uh, had a VHS tape that you'd have to pop in and taught you how to tie flies. I mean, that's where, that's really where it all started. Yeah. <laughs> then I, I kind of rewind trained. it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're trying to tie and that, yeah. they're wrapping like this and I'm like yeah. unwrapping. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, it transitioned there from fly tying into jig making when I was in high school, started making my own jigs because obviously paying for jigs was stupid when I could just make them. Yeah. And you know, it's a really, really good way to spend way more money than you would have. Uh, cause yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to spend three, $4 on a jig. Then I guess now, now more expensive, but yeah. Uh, yeah. instead I bought, you know, a $30 mold and $20 in hooks and, eight dollars in brush guards right and however many you, you like messed up and didn't make them right yeah you spend a hundred dollars to save 20 yeah perfect yeah. Uh, but exactly. also don't get the satisfaction yeah. of throwing a jig that you made designed you know yeah. or painted yourself so i mean there is some some pretty awesome vibes there so um yeah how did you get into so was the jig the start of like the actual painting like was that where um, painting came off for you no i i, I just kind of made my own jigs um realized that like I couldn't tie a jig fast enough to ever make money at it. Sure. And I mean, it was something that I always wanted to do and you know, it's something tough to do. I worked in retail a lot. I, you know, nice. I, I worked at the Cabela's call center. I worked on the floor at Bass Pro. Okay. Um, and kind of later on, I, I got into, I had, I had an uncle that was always trying to tell me you need to custom paint baits. That's where money is. Like people pay money for these baits. They do. I mean, he, he was telling me this 15 years ago to do that. Okay. Yeah. And fine. Finally, I broke down and just, I'm like, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. So I bought a kit, sprayed some really bad baits. Um, <laughs> I mean, just terrible. Start, do you have I any mean, artistic background or is this, you just like no. learning? Okay. None. I don't have any artistic ability now. I don't think. But, <laughs> I could paint something really that looks not? like a crawfish. So you really like if you if if Lola gave you a canvas and some paints, you couldn't like paint something pretty. No, I don't think so. That's so surprising well, to me. When I look at the way that you make stuff, that really surprises me. That's a good question, Lola. What I kind of attribute my artistic ability is um, like watching like the Banksy documentaries, oh, and where yeah. he would see all the cool graffiti on the walls and realize he's like, I can't do that but i can make a stencil that's what i did okay yeah that's cool <laughs> that's dope yeah if anybody got, doesn't know yeah. banksy stuff you should look it up it's pretty neat one of my favorite things that uh banksy did was when he was on that kick where he was printing off paintings that were in museums and then he'd paint something weird over the top of it and then put it in the museum and see if people would catch it or not like that was pretty yeah. dope like pretty like uh i don't know not rage against the machine-ish, but sort of like that, you know, rebellious type via was really cool. Plus, yeah, his stencils are super sick. Yeah. So I kind of, like, I painted for a while. I mean, a long time. I'd, I'd come home from work and I would just paint. That's that's what I'd do. Eat dinner and paint. Mm. I mean, every day, that's what I'd do. Paint, 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 paint. 
got everything covered in just dust and paint debris because I wasn't using yeah. any ventilation or anything like that. Right. Um, didn't wear a respirator for the first like two weeks, and I realized I could I could feel it in my lungs. Like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, wait. When you say you were painting and painting, do you mean like a lure or like yeah. you were just practicing? On, okay. Yeah, painting lures, just the yep. cheap blanks. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized, I mean, that's one of the hardest things is like the blanks, like the blanks you guys got are really good. Um, but there are some really bad ones out there and it kind of, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but you're good. Um, so like when COVID happened, lots of people got into it. I mean, the market got flooded Sure. and, um, yeah. I quit my job like at the end of 2019 to do it full time. Wow. Um, which was great at first when COVID started because everybody was buying fishing stuff. But sure. Yeah. Sh- shortly after, you know, everybody's buddy had everybody had a buddy that painted. Right. So yeah. I, I kind of got out of the blanks because there were so many. There's so many bad blanks out there that, I mean, that sink that are cracked. You know, don't sure. run well. I mean, even you can get two that look the same, but if you really inspect them, they, they aren't like, you can see that they're cheaper made. They're made cheaper mm. plastic. They're not, the tolerances aren't as great. Mm. So can you tell when you're painting on it? Like, oh, this feels worse or this feels okay. Uh, or a lot of them, like a lot of the cheap ones will have um, residue on them. Mm. And that, that's, that's really like a, that's like, like a telltale, like the mold release and should be doing all that prep work anyways back then i wasn't like i didn't know better mm. to right you know uh, you realize that it doesn't matter what clear coat you're using if it doesn't stick to the body it doesn't matter sure so, and so will you take two seconds aj and explain that there, you know there may be some people listening who aren't sure when you say blank what are you referring to specifically um let's see i think i got one here okay. so like just a clear lure just yep no paint on it. No nothing. No paint. Just no nothing. See through shape with nothing. Yep. Yep. And I mean, there are there's really good blanks <coughs> out there, and that was kind of the. I mean, like when I the blanks that you bought for me, however many years ago, mm-hmm. when you first got them, those I was spending even four or five years ago, two and a half dollars for the blank body, nothing else. You know, no okay. hooks, no rings, oh, it's no hardware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there's, you can buy that a blank that looks seemingly the same for 75 cents. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I always wanted to like quality is number one for me. Like I didn't want anything like anything compromised. Cause like if people are paying, you know, 15 bucks for a bait, why cheap out on it? Like yeah. give them the, give them that much. You know, it, it's kind of a give and take thing. And I think it comes from me working in retail. Just well, it's your reputation of, too. Yeah, absolutely. And you see a lot of people in this game that kind of come in, then fizzle out. Like they'll be painting and painting and painting and painting. Then they get burned out or people stop buying from them because, you know, quality is an issue. Yeah. And you don't want to, you don't want to spread that word. Right. And I'm sure there's people who bought from me first that, probably got bad product honestly i mean because like i said i didn't know what i was doing that much i painted for a long time but you know you can only do so much testing and you don't know what's on there so 
how how long had you been painting until you realized like these are actually looking pretty dope like how how long did did that point take because yeah. I, um, I mean like like i i, I kind of dabbled in it years and years and yeah. years ago remember that and i know some of the first ones i did were trash like they were god awful <laughs> and, yeah. and they were took, trash like it, yeah they were bad and it took a long time for me to like get it down and like to where i could like this actually looks like you could catch a fish on it you know what i mean so like uh, I, I don't I don't want to know that simple. I want to know like yeah. when do you know like you know what somebody'll buy these. Um I painted for probably a year before I ever sold anything. Huh. But I mean to anybody. Well, yeah. I couldn't like before you tried to sell them or before like anybody would buy them. Uh before I tried. Well, somebody okay, bought that my first lure that I tried to sell, so. Okay. Yeah, I that's my cool. First lure for $12 so on an auction. So Yeah. And did you freak out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just like <laughs> every awesome. bid that came in you're just like yeah super excited i do kind of miss that i right, yeah. like the auction because it's just more exciting but like on ebay or etsy or what uh, uh just on like it? the facebook groups like oh okay uh, sure like the bass fishing facebook groups yeah so That's i can't i do fun. i do kind of miss that but yeah no doubt it's like i said it's flooded you can't do it anymore but because i it was crazy there for a little bit there's some yeah. big money getting thrown out that's wild Nate, um, can I ask you a question? Was your first yeah, yeah, yeah. was your first paint job chartreuse and black back? I'm gonna say that probably absolutely, yeah. Was chartreuse <laughs> probably back. absolutely uh, I think I think it's yeah, uh, <laughs> I might I might still have it laying around here somewhere. I think I, I think I sent it to Jordan like the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, you, yeah, you did some right away that like you, you made me some, and um, I would ask you for like specific colors, and yeah, you were, Nate selling himself short. Like he was, he was pretty good at it. And the whole painting thing, I feel like painting on a on a canvas, painting on a lure, they're not that dissimilar. Like you probably like everything. I don't know. Like you probably suck at first until you kind of push yeah. through it and figure stuff out and figure how to do it and how to not do it and how to do the little like the mesh like the loofah cut off pieces to make a scale pattern and all that stuff and yeah yeah definitely <laughs> i'll stick to lures i would i will say i will <laughs> say it was it was probably also the first custom one i did that i caught a fish on too was chartreuse and black back yeah so that you know it catches fish i mean it, it is yeah, it is the jam for sure. <laughs> yeah do you have a favorite to paint? Like a uh, favorite pattern? No. no. I I kind of I just you I kind of like it's not like a ghost skill. Yeah, uh ghost patterns are definitely my favorite, like just in general. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it you could it's the finesse, like it's more for me than other I mean people buy it <laughs> and people like it, but yeah. it's just like <laughs> for me to paint, like it's just more satisfying. Okay. Like I think it's a better paint job, even though it might not sell as well. Yeah, that's cool. What makes it a better paint job? Um, just like doing stuff like that, like doesn't you can't cover up your mistakes. Mm. So a lot of what I do, like the reason I think I'm a, a pretty good painter is because I got good at covering up my mistakes. Sure. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean you have to, yeah. But by ghost, you just mean and again, sure. I'm just trying to play the advocate of people who maybe don't know like me. Um, like a lot of people ghost, you mean translucent. Yes. Like, yep. like see-through, not completely coated in paint, but like you have a blank, the clear plastic <laughs> lure, and then you're not completely covering it in paint. You're doing enough that you can still see through it. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, and that's a delicate balance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, you can get lights to refract through it in different ways. Like you can add um like I, I don't know if you have any like the northern secret um 110s. I know uh, they re-released them, so everybody no. know. I have a lot of 110s, but not that one that I know of. Nuh uh. So if you look at it, the bot the belly of the bait is white, mm-hmm. but if you turn it on its side, it'll look like it'll show chartreuse. Okay. Wow. So like stuff like that, like I don't know, it gets me excited. Yeah, definitely. So I was gonna ask you that question. <laughs> yeah, no, is right. that something you do? Do you pay a lot of attention to other companies and, and what they do? Or there are a few like Mega Bass, obviously, everything yeah. they do, like <laughs> it's like the epitome of what you were saying. Like they're not skimping out, they're not cutting corners, you know, they do everything just to the nth degree. Um, but do you look at other painted loop painted lures and be like, man, that's dope. I could do that. Or that is really terrible. I don't want to do that. Or do you, do you look around at other people's stuff? I don't as much anymore. I okay. used to like kind of to draw inspiration. Yeah. But, um, I kind of like would get myself in a rut where I paint something. I'd be like, Oh, this is really cool. Then I'm, then it like registers in my head that, Oh, this is what, somebody else painted you know okay yeah i don't want to chase that um you know if people ask me to paint like another custom painter stuff i usually just refer them to that painter i just tell them mm. go have so them you do it. get that people will be like can you do right. it like this guy mm-hmm. ah, ugh. Mm. yeah that's weird it happens um not as much anymore it used to happen a lot like and people get mad at me for not wanting to do it i'm like Go have them painted. They're like, oh, it's not even their pattern, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you sent me their picture. Like, So were they? Yeah. are they trying right. to support you? Are your prices better? Like, why are they? Is it because you're better at it? Like, what? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, do you know what I'm asking? I'm not saying yeah. you're not yeah. worthy of them coming yeah. to you, but why aren't they just buying it? Yeah, like if you had a specific then? pattern you made, Lola, why would they not just go to Lola and ask yeah. for it? Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's customer, like some of my customers. Yeah, that's and what I, I, I I really don't have a problem sending them to... Like I know a lot of other custom painters. I talk to mm-hmm. a lot of other ones. Uh, uh, TK at Tacklecraft. He's like sure. yep. one of my I don't know kind of idols. Like person I really look, look up to in that. And like I talk to him all the time. So if somebody had sent me one of his patterns, I'd be like talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. like you can tell him I sent you. If he says he doesn't want to do it or it's too busy or something, I'll come back and paint it. But yeah, that usually like most people don't have a problem with it i'll just tell them who it is because a lot of times it's you know they'll get a picture of it from somewhere that isn't from the person's post or something and they just have a picture of the bait i'll I'll tell them who painted it It doesn't bother me any yeah that's dope i can respect that um so one of the one of the things we wanted to ask you specifically about really specifically was i think something that sets you apart from basically every other painter out there and that's your crawfish patterns they are ridiculous the way that you do it uh i don't know what the color name is there's one that's like a almost khaki and then you put like a little bit of like orange splatter kind of on the tail end of the bait and then there's the chernobyl craw and there it's stupid it's so good and that's what really got me onto you is like the top of the bait has this gradient sort of shadowing for like the the segmented segmented parts of like a crawfish tail and then the underside is like really dark and high contrast and gosh it's so good like the best crop real talk probably the best crop pattern custom or anything else i've ever seen how did you come up with painting that (coughs) style of regardless of the color how'd you come up with that pattern for for crawfish stuff um 
out of obsession. I mean, okay, <laughs> okay, first yeah. and foremost, like, uh, right, like I, you know, you'd see these patterns, and some are good, and some some aren't. I mean, there's a lot of like a lot of people look the same. You know, you're getting mm -hmm. the now now there's a lot more out there, a lot more volume of painters posting their stuff. Sure. Like when I started painting, there wasn't as much. I mean, there's still a lot. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't painting in the dark ages, but um, <laughs> like it just like I I knew I could do it better, and I just had to figure out how. Mm -hmm. um, and one day in one of the groups, a guy posted how he made a stencil, and I really liked how the shading was on it and how thin the lines could get. And that was mm -hmm. my big thing. Like um, <laughs> with gel lines, I wanted them as thin as I could get them. Yeah, which isn't easy because um, a lot of it comes down to just trigger control on that airbrush. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, do and, you have a steady hand? Yeah, you must. Um, no, but <laughs> I, that's really surprising. Um, like I remember when I first started painting those crawfish patterns, I would hold my breath the whole time I was painting and going in and out of that stencil. And uh, like now suck I in the breath, and then like yeah, set the, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying because I do that sometimes when I'm doing something, trying to be steady as well. Yeah, yeah. Just like when you're shooting, you know, if you're shooting a bow or a yeah, rifle, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold that breath. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I got it from. You know, um, I grew up target shooting a lot, and okay, um, doing like long range, high power rifle stuff. So, like the holding my breath thing while shooting something was pretty pretty easy for me yeah that makes sense uh, yeah it's natural i've gotten to the point where now i can i can do it while breathing which is nice that's uh, good <laughs> gotta breathe yeah, especially good, wearing yeah. a respirator that already inhibits your breathing a little yeah. bit but, yeah well at least you're wearing one now goodness yeah. gracious yeah my ventilation system now is way better uh that's good but, yeah so like here's one of mine that yeah gosh you can see how thin yeah, I hand thing. come on focus there it is how thin the oh lines are gosh, on that dude so good um, like that was that was the whole thing that i wanted i wanted those super thin lines sure yeah a lot of people were cutting like an l shape out then spraying and you get all that overspray and i mean a lot of that comes learning how to mix paint and i don't even know what you're saying properly. seriously jeez <laughs> dude yeah that's sick um so like I said, I just kind of obsessed over it. Sure. And then, are you uh, a perfectionist? Not necessarily, but with like, this, are you? I I can I'll get obsessive and kind of perfectionist about certain things for usually a short period of time. This is okay. one of the, you know, if I, especially like when it comes to fishing, if I want to learn how to do something, I will like go out and I'll like only throw that. Learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I try to do that too. Yeah, and. I'm lucky enough to have a, you know, my family's got a little sand pit or cabin on a little sand pit lake that I can go do that. There's a lot of little fish oh. reassure your bites, but yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but when it came to like the texture on the cross, yeah. Yeah. That came out of, uh, covering up mistakes. Really? Uh, yeah. So I couldn't, <laughs> and there's a lot of people who use the same stuff. Um, they don't use it in the same way. I'm not going to divulge how I do it. I mean, you can figure it out, but, oh, or, yeah. you know, a good painter will be able to figure it out. And I just learned how to shade it properly, like different angles, spraying at different angles, mm -hmm. you know, um, holding my stencil at different angles. One of the weird things you have to learn is how to shoot because, you know, right handed. So I'm spraying everything right handed. Well, 
when you flip the bait over, you get a different overspray. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So you have to adjust your spray angle to get that right. Yeah, never thought of that. That was a good question, too. Are you a perfectionist? Because I feel like if you were too much of a perfectionist, you would drive yourself insane painting lures. And if you're not enough, which, again, you know, like if you go on like Etsy, there's just a world. I'm sure everywhere, but there's like a world of like custom painted baits on there. And you can tell, I mean, not to be a turd, but you can tell the dudes who are doing it who just don't care enough they're just pumping stuff out the clear is kind of gloppy or the mm-hmm. the gillfish pattern looks weird and like your stuff does not look like that so that actually i think was a super good question like are you a perfectionist because yeah it's a fine line i suppose is the crayfish stuff the cross stuff is that some of your better selling patterns or what's like one of your your hottest stuff definitely um, bad, yeah yeah spro spro rock crawlers my by far my number one selling bait. Really? I mean, that's, okay. So is it crayfish or crawfish? <laughs> um, I say I use them both. Well, usually I, I think I, I say both. Yeah, I say both. Like if I'm referring to the from. actual crustacean in the water, I usually say crayfish. If I'm eating yeah. it, it's definitely crawfish. Oh yeah, craw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, you wouldn't say like, "Hey, is that a cray pattern?" Because people yeah. would be like, "What yeah. are you talking about?" If you say, "Is that a craw?" Crazy. Yeah, that you cry, cry, craw, craw. Yeah, that's hmm. good. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I, keep going. <laughs> I think I started using craw more when I started selling baits, just because yeah. of ad- adopting the vernacular. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, good use of the word vernacular too. I like that word. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> how many different patterns do you have, and how uh, did you choose them? Oh, good one. Yeah. Um, I have no clue on the number. I kind of. Just kind of whatever I want to do. I mean, a lot of it's just what sells. Yeah. I paint a lot of stuff that doesn't sell. Um, mm. And like sometimes like I'll just have to break myself out of painting the same thing and go out and do something different, like force myself to come up with something new. Sometimes mm. that doesn't sell either. So what do you yeah, what do you do for like? Something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do for like inspiration to get uh, like an idea for like a new color, or a new pattern, or something like that? Like you've been in a rut painting the same thing for you know months and months, and you want to change it up. What's what's normally a um, giveaway? So I'll tell you the good side of it was like this pattern. This was like I call Nebraska craw. It's that dark reddish brown back with the blue tail. You can't really yeah, the see the blue is God, so yeah. healthy. Um. <clears throat> That was that's like the color that kind of really made me blow up. Okay. Um, I started painting these on rock crawlers before Spro came out with Stone Cold, which is a similar pattern. Um, do you think it's possible they stole it from you, or do you not want to say that? Uh, I don't know. I've people told me that they already had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that not them, but a different company definitely stole it from me. Who is it Berkeley? Is it Berkeley? Berkeley steals everything. Okay. Berkeley Berkeley steals everything. (laughs) I love Um, Berkeley stuff, but they steal so much. I'm like, you're a huge company. You don't need to do that. But yeah, anyway, you don't have to name them, but you like uh, like it's like spot on or it's like exactly the same, or how do you know they stole it? Uh they changed the their craw pattern and it looks just like a wow. That's a compliment and a huge kick in the balls at the same time. Yeah. Um and they had like the orange dots and everything. Like really, yeah. Dang. I remember I was looking through Wired to Fish, like new the new baits, sure being released, and mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. like that Look was that. the color they picked. <laughs> wow, dang, so, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. You get mad about it, and 
whatever. Like, I still selling them. Like, yeah, no problem. But I, yeah. had, I couldn't tell you how many hundreds of these are in the Ozarks that I'd painted over the years. Yeah, just one bait and one color. Wow. Um, do you remember a couple of years ago, AJ, when, uh, Hank Cherry won the classic and somebody asked him, would you catch all those on? And he said a white undisclosed jerk bait. And then mega bass, like instantly put out that a social media post and they're like introducing our new color code undisclosed jerk bait. Cause like everybody knew what bait yeah. it was, knew what color it was. I can't, it was a French pearl or was it just white? I can't remember, but no, it's the OB stain reaction. Oh yeah. Stain reaction. OB stain reaction yeah. with the red eye. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. Yeah, and they're like our new undisclosed jerk, but they just just smoked him with it. I was like, dang, that was cold hearted and awesome at the same time. Well, I mean, I think both sides kind of expect that. Like yeah, Hank's sure. not getting paid by him, and right. Hank shouldn't get mad that they posted. That's no. the media using, you know. Yeah. Right. And everybody, I think it's it. just it's just how you play the game. Yeah, and I think they sides. did it like kind of playful. It wasn't yeah. like f you, Hank. No. Yeah. Yeah, give us credit it was just kind of playful and silly but it was just so funny and it was so quick they did put it out so fast after he said that but yeah i think i think people people catch on to that stuff so i'm sorry that i that i took us off of it yeah, um, you can't yes. hide it anymore this that stuff anymore well no not now not with like the coverage i have now and everything else it's it's basically impossible and you'll see sometimes too yeah. man when dudes try to act like they're hugging the nose of the boat more to like take the fish off like with the camera to their bat i'm like dude we know what you're doing we know you're throwing a bait that you're not sponsored by yeah um yeah i was talking to um Polinick the other day and he was telling me with his mega bass deal how they're like you know he's using mega bass for all hard baits and they're just so cool to work with because he's like saying you know that he's they're fine with him using whatever he needs to use to win you know like yeah. they're not you know they're they're realistic and uh he said he had been talking to them for a while about going to mega bass um <clears throat> and i said yeah well yuki ito uh, keeps calling me like on the daily, like, dude, let us sponsor tackling tacos, like name your price. And I'm like, dude, stop. And then Brandon was like, yeah, dude, they bring you up all the time. And I yeah, keep telling them that crazy. they can't afford you. And I'm like, thank you, dude. <laughs> Tell them to lose my phone number. Jeepers. Criminy. I will say something about mega bass though. Like, um, I have a problem. Like one of my big bugaboos in the fishing industry, or especially okay. like the custom industry is, um, people, using superlatives like this is the best like uh this is the best crankbait best 1.5 or square bill you can sure. buy it's the same 1.5 knockoff that everybody's buying you know sure 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 uh, yeah and this is you know i can paint stuff just as good as mega bass and i will tell you after having guys send me mega bass baits to copy mm-hmm. you can't like I, i'll spend a lot of time on one bait to like get it to look something close to what a mega bass really is. yeah uh. Wow. Yeah. I uh, actually just had, I work at, I don't know, again, I don't know how much you listen to our show or not. Um, but I was, I work at Shields and I was just having a conversation with kind of an older fella, um, that I work with and he just could not get his brain around. I was looking at, we've been really slow lately. So I've been looking at like shields.com looking at baits and whatever. And I was looking at some mega bass stuff, um, while I was working and uh, he came over and was like, geez, Louise, $25 for a bait. What are you crazy? Blah, blah, blah. And so I tried to start explaining to him how true it runs, how, um, how good the hooks are, how good the paint job is, um, whatever. And I was just out of the box. It just works. He's like, every lure works out of the box. And I was like, well, not really. And uh, it, it's, it's hard to explain to some people, but there is a difference, right? Like not just yep. all JDM stuff, but mega bass, their, their quality is, 
pretty, pretty high. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why everybody's jerk bait now looks like theirs. I mean, right. there, there just is. Uh, I mean, do I have a lot of mega bass stuff? No, but that's because as I explained earlier, I'm very cheap. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll spend way more money than what it would cost me to buy a mega bass jerk bait to go buy blanks that I think will work. And, yeah. uh, fun fact, there's none out there. <laughs> right. Different. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not, not like that. They might look like, like you were saying earlier, they might look yeah. the same, but the in the insides, yeah, they are not the same. And you know, it's funny like that and like wiggle warts, there's, mm. there's like one wiggle wart blank. That's, I mean, real close to the old ones. Like the pre Rapala. Yeah. But the problem is it's just like the old ones in that, you know, two out of 10 aren't going to run ever. Yep. Right? Yep. There's, you're never going to be able to tune them. Nothing. Yeah. That's a thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's why, I mean, I think the wiggle wart market kind of got killed by the rock crawler anyways. Yeah. Just true. Because, um, I will shout out Spro real hard that they're by far the most consistent manufacturer. Um, I think on the market, okay. I don't paint a lot of mega bass stuff, so I can't really attribute that because most people don't want to pay it. I mean, they come in enough colors for jerk baits. They have anyways. a ton. Yeah. Right. But like, I can paint a hundred rock crawlers and maybe one will have some cosmetic imperfection. Wow. That's pretty but cool. You, I can go and I mean like strike King, they'll have not that they're bad or broken or anything like that, but they'll sure. have like runs in the clear coat or mm-hmm. some something up with them. Cosmetic imperfections, nothing that anyone will ever notice except for the guy sanding them and painting them white. Does you know? that mean it would affect right. how it works or not at all? No. Okay. It's just little things, but you just gain an appreciation for yeah, for sure yeah, for the ones, ones that have a higher <laughs> yeah a little higher standard. And what he was referring to also Lola like the old um, storm wigglewort, you know, which is just a classic crankbait. Back in the day, they have an action before they got bought out by Rapala that you just they just can't replicate. They can't get it back, but. You know, they would say like a third of them, I think is what a lot of people have said. You cannot get them to run straight no matter how you tune the little hook tie or yep. the line tie. You can't get them to, to like, yeah, there's just something goofy with them. So that was just, you know, that's just a thing back in the day. So that mm-hmm. uh, that just happens. Let's transition, AJ. Let's get to the, let's get to the, um, what does he say? Nacho Libre, the needy greedy. Let's talk about, let's talk about some taco stuff. Lola, yeah. I am sorry as your husband. That I cut you off as we are about to talk about tacos. It's okay. He wanted to talk about tacos. I know. So I was going with I, what our guests And wanted. I will never do that again, ever. That's and if probably I do, a good call. you can punch me during the podcast. Can I just punch you now? No. Okay. Um, we I might not have gotten way off. So. Yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. But um, let's talk tacos. AJ, when's the last time you had a taco? Uh, last week. <laughs> and what was on it? Um, you know, I have a, you know, got a saying, new year, new meat. Um, okay. So <laughs> prime rib tacos. Whoa. Okay, you fancy boy. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. So, hold on. Prime rib tacos. Yeah. I uh, on that. I smoked prime rib for well, we had a delayed Christmas because of COVID. Oh um, my gosh. Did you have sorry. it too? Yeah, uh, I didn't, but my um, my fiance's mom did, and then when we rescheduled it, my brother did. So. Oh, oh gosh, dude. so sick of that crap. Worst. I'm sorry, so, man. So uh, I smoked prime rib for that, um, and then so like all the the end pieces <coughs> and then everything off the bone, 
I took and saved and we made that into tacos. I'm seriously so hungry now. Shoot. So then how do you, that. what fixings do you use? With oh, prime and what rib? did you do to it? Did you chop it up small? Did you kind of yeah. how- shreddy? I chopped it up small. Not shreddy. Um, and a lot of that stuff, the bones, but... a lot of the fat cap or fat still in it. So it's real yep. fat. I mean, like bacon looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. Fried up real nice. Um, trying to think what did we put on them? Um, Is there somebody there with you? No, I'm just oh, looking. Okay, just, you looked. I'm like, were you asking <laughs> someone? <laughs> no, I'm looking to think. That's hey, my thing. When you ask there. about how I gain inspiration, Nate, I usually tend that's to just it. walk around here. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's smart. The just thinking corner. Yeah, yeah. I look at all the lures. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yes, that one. This is what I. So. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. This is this uh, is amazing. Most people are like, oh, I like tacos. You know, like beef and cheese. And you're like, well, I smoked a prime rib. I'm like, oh, f word. Like, holy crap, dude, you're killing it. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Um. I don't even remember what we put on them. Um, Cause I did beans as a side. Um, well, I don't remember. What normal I mean, toppings do you put on your tacos? Toppings, uh, fixings? Yeah. We always have cilantro in the house. Yes, you know, sir. Nice in the summer. We have it in the garden. So oh, thank dude. You are killing us right now. Yeah. yeah. I told you I wanted to talk tacos. Yeah, let's do it. Dude. Right. Yeah. We got the stack to talk out of the way. Let's get to the. Yeah. Good stuff. stuff. This dude's making us look bad, Lola. He's talking about growing his own cilantro, smoking prime rib. I tried to grow my own cilantro and then our baby pulled it out of the dirt and then it died. Babies. Uh, Babies. My, my dog uh, ripped most of our pepper plants out this year. Right oh, little Dogs so and babies. He even put them in the garden, raised garden beds, and he ripped them out. He said no. No, so, no. But ended up getting a really good jalapeno plant this year. So nice. Heck yeah, yeah. dude. Jalapenos are an interesting bird. Yeah. Jalapenos, they they can be really good and flavorful, or they can be really good and flavorful and just burn your face smooth off. I feel like there's so much variance. I always on the... tend to touch my eye after I cut it. So <laughs> Yeah, just don't it's just um, the worst. Don't Never mind. I'm not going to say. Oh, stop it. Okay. So one time, one time I was cutting up jalapenos for uh, smoked salmon tacos that we made where I was making like a jalapeno ranch to, to put on top. And after I cut up the jalapenos, I, um, I think you went to the bathroom. I, I went to go use the bathroom just to go pee. And I got jalapeno juice all over it's an like, area of your body that you, don't, that you don't want jalapeno juice on. Yeah. So yeah. Just, a, just a PSA to anybody listening. Make sure you wash your hands before you go potty. Uh, if you got and jalapeno, and you got jalapeno juice yep. on your fingers, that's not a good. That's not a good time at all. Yeah, that's a bad deal. Yeah, yeah. Are you a, are you a queso guy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I don't make it. I mean, I make most things. Queso is not one of them. But if yeah. it's available, I will get queso. Yeah, yeah. heck yeah, dude. What about like salsa? Do you like spicy salsa? Are you a spicy <laughs> guy? Do you make your yeah. own salsa? Yeah, yeah I, I grow everything out of the garden and make <sighs> salsa out of it. Okay, um, I see you. Yeah, uh, you know, fire roast the tomatoes and everything. Oh, God. stop it! Yeah, dude, this is dope. I, I like think it. it. I think it all reverts back to the crankbaits. If he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it right. That's and a good that's point. Great like, call, like, man. Like you just <laughs> do, it, do it right. Yeah, yeah you're gonna, yeah. you gonna do it. You got yeah. a reputation uh, in the kitchen now. Yeah, so where, where that in, don't cost uh, no money is time. That's that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. good, Nate. Write that down. Somebody write that down. Writing sound. Yeah. Uh, AJ, where are you in Nebraska? I'm in Omaha. Omaha. How far is Omaha from here? Can we come hang out? Like, yeah, can we, if we drive our, over there, we right on the Iowa border. Oh, that's not even that far then. Yeah. We got to, we got to get over there. Dude. Straight down I 80. 
Lola's um, looking it up right now. Six hours and 37 six minutes. Six hours. That's not that bad. It's only dude. 437 miles. I mean, he has car. not even a little bit said we could come hang out, but we're just sort of inviting ourselves right <laughs> we're now. We're coming. Yeah, come have some salsa and uh, watch you paint some baits. It'll be yeah. really fun. It'll be fun. Right. Yeah, love get, a, get a bait tutorial. Thanks for letting us come over. Even though you so didn't invite us, you do all these things. Does your fiance cook? Does she like to garden? Yeah, congrats and do all on that? the congrats on the engagement, yeah, dude. Exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how long have you been engaged, AJ? Um, since end of September. Dude, heck oh, yeah! Congratulations. So nice. Yeah, that's congrats, amazing. man. Yeah, keep going, keep going on the tacos. Just want to congratulate you. So, um, I think that's the only reason why she stuck around was because I made her tacos. I introduced her to um, Smart not shot, ground yeah. beef tacos. Okay. Like <laughs> white onion, cilantro, lime. Yep. yep. Like simple, yeah. sweet. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why. And our taco repertoire has just grown from there. So we have tacos probably. Uh, not as much as she would like. But, <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, pretty often. Yeah. You're yeah. like a drug dealer. You like hooked her up and now she's like, just yeah, tacos no all the yeah, time. Tacos. Gotta have them. You got to have. So Nate doesn't like onions, which is really hard for me because I think the perfect taco may be the doubled up corn tortilla, steak, cilantro, onion, and uh, the, just the right amount of lime juice. Too much and you get too much like acidity yep. and sweetness. Not enough. You just want more, but just that right blend. Um, man, that's that's the jam. Nate, come on, dude. Step it up. I think you can get all that with without the onion. I I think you can. Like I, I don't think you're wrong. That's like that's <laughs> like throwing a crankbait with one treble hook. Yeah, I, yeah. They're still gonna eat it. You know what I'm saying? They eat it. <laughs> hook, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. They wanted it. <laughs> the hookup ratio may not be as yeah. good, but uh, no, you know, but they're, but gonna, they're gonna eat they're it. Gonna, they're gonna bite it. They're gonna try and eat it though, that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Well, so so with, what's what's go ahead, what's Nate. the most uh, what's the most like exotic taco that you've had? Anything? Like wild off the wall, crazy Good meats, one. New Year. Um, <laughs> had a lot of different meats on a taco. Um, I made langua tacos not okay. that long ago. Did and? you like it? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, I've had it before, but I actually went through and made it myself. Yeah, because so I, so I, I like. How does that come? Does it look weird? Because lingua, yeah, anybody listening tongue. who doesn't know, it's beef tongue. Um, yeah. La lingua tacos are like a pretty common deal. But um, how does it look when you're getting ready to prepare it? I don't know that I'd want to cut up and like cook a, yeah, a, that was, a lingua. That was kind of my, that was kind I mean, of my look, question too. It looks like a tongue. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like, so what is it? I mean, what is it like? Like peeling off like the outside oh, layer of the tongue? Like it's not, it's not hard. You have to boil no. it and then. Yeah, yeah, I can't. it comes right off. You lost me. <laughs> Please don't it's make that so, one like come once over. you get it out of your head what it is, it's so good. Yeah, mm, it's in my head now. <laughs> my, my fiance couldn't, she didn't want to be anywhere near it when I was making it. She has used let me know when the skin's peeled off and it's cut yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah. Did she eat it? Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. Yeah. Okay, what's what's your fiance's name? Ellie. Ellie, well, shout out Ellie for uh, yeah. you know, moving past. You go, girl. Yeah, seriously, that took some that took some guts for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so with you being such a cuisine uh, type feller in the kitchen, is there, you know, you said you went to that one spot like 47 times or whatever it is, but is there a local spot in Omaha that you go to and that you're a huge, cause that's not Omaha, right? You said that was Lincoln. Yeah. Do you have a spot around you now that you approve of? Cause I think it's different when you start making your own hamburgers, it's hard to go to a hamburger joint and be satisfied. Same with steak. I think steak, yeah, like when so, you have a good steak at home, 
why would I go out and spend money? Yeah. On so that? if you're good at tacos, is it hard for you to go out and eat tacos or is there a good place around you? Um, yeah, we'll go out. Um, there's a place right up the road called Little Burrow. Um, the best time to go there is in the summer. They grow their own poblanos out back. Oh, nice. So you can wow. get a chili riano or a poblano riano. Mm-hmm. Like super fresh. I mean, yeah. That's, good. that's, that's really good. I mean, it's not taco, yeah. but yeah. you know, when in season, you can't really beat that. I mean, they have all their food's great, but yeah. Um, what is that? Say, say it again. What's the place called? Lil Burrow. Lil, like L I L? L I L. It sounds like a rapper, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't, it's not Isn't that a donkey? Cincinnati. Yeah. Doesn't that mean little donkey? Yes. Okay. Little donkey. There it is. Little, and little for donkey. what it's worth, little donkeys, like mini donkeys, may be the cutest animal on planet I want Earth. One. Yeah, they may be. Or four. Yeah, they should just have little donkeys running around the store. Little it could be like their gimmick. But I guess they don't have to if they have really dope food. Yeah. Um, you guys got any more taco questions? Should we talk fishing or should we keep talking tacos? What's the most essential I- taco topping, AJ? Uh, it depends on the taco. Well, he said yeah, cilantro is always in the true. house. Um, it's a big, like, I think you have to have everything. You have to have acidity. You yep. have to have the fat from something. Um, yep. uh, you know, whether your acidity is lime or like pulled pork tacos, I think the yeah. perfect topping is uh, pickled onions. Yep. Um, pulled pork tacos are the jam. Uh, fish tacos might actually, one of my, like probably the, my favorite taco I've ever had, which isn't like exotic, is wasn't probably the best taco I ever had. But we were up in Canada and uh, did shore lunch. Oh heck yeah! Just had like the uh, coleslaw mix, like the just the cabbage, yeah, bag, yeah, and just that on tortilla, fresh. It's so fish good. right out of the lake. So can't perfect. No, you really can't. Did you with the coleslaw? Did you have the sauce or just the just the mix? We just had a bottle of Cholula with us. Oh, dude, that sounds perfect. Yeah, well, yeah, it gives you that, that crunch. Exactly. Yeah. That crunch of the coleslaw. Because coleslaw is like, you know, pretty dang neutral, like flavor profile it's wise. Got a little something. But when you, yeah, just that little something that it does have set mm-hmm. off against like the the fried taco or the fried fish meat um, with a little, yeah, Cholula or whatever, some kind of, some kind of spicy, man, that's, yeah, sometimes the, like, you watch these, like, shows, I don't know if you watch any fishing, or I'm sorry, man, my brain is just not working, if you watch any taco or cooking shows, AJ, but sometimes you'll watch these ones, and they're super complex, and then you see something like what you just described, fish, that's fresh, that's a the big key of it, um, some cabbage, uh, a little bit of uh, hot sauce, what, there's something about that simplicity, right? Yeah. That's so dope. It's hard to beat, dude. Yeah. Um, I do watch cooking shows. Well, maybe not so many fishing shows. Like, cooking's my deal. Like, I love it. Okay. That's dope. I like so that. So cool. Yeah. So, besides awesome. tacos, what do you like to cook? Uh, anything and everything. Okay. Like I, said, really? I mean, it's the same way I am with fishing lures. Like, I'll, I want to know how to make it. Like, yeah. I can buy it, but I want to know how to make it. So, I go through so, and go ahead. Sorry go back through everything and make everything, try to make everything from scratch. I don't make wow. tortillas from scratch because they're too yeah. cheap. Yeah. Tortillas are such a cool art form too, yeah. man. When you get, when you go to like a legit Mexican spot and you see like a, like that grandma in the movie Coco in the corner, yeah, like flattening out tortillas. You're, you're like, like, this, this is, is the gonna, place. Yeah. This, this is, is going to be dope. Yeah. This is going to be good. So are you like a recipe follower? Are you add a little bit of this, add a little bit of that? I'm a uh, look up as many, like, five to six recipes and then figure out what has like to be the there. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then 
go from there. I do the same thing. That is well, that is the jam. Yeah. That, and that's honestly that's that the great is, thing. Yeah. We talk about this all the time on this on this show is like tacos aren't necessarily like rules. Whatever you want to kind of amalgamate from this barbecue mm-hmm. spot and this Thai spot and this topping and this fish that you caught and put them together, you do it right in the right portions. I mean, it's just yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, dude. I love that. Um, all right, oh. so let's talk fishing, AJ. How did you? Because I see on um, on your website, there's a picture of you with a tournament jersey on, and I can't tell for sure. Was that like an opens backdrop in the background, or like how did you get into fishing? Tell us about that. Um, I mean, I got into fishing. I mean, before I can remember, yeah. uh, my dad took me. We had, like I said, we my family's got a place on a little sand pit lake and it was every sunday in the summer the whole family uh, we you know we're a good big irish catholic family so cool. my mom's one of nine and oh, wow. everyone lives in town so everybody okay, was there cool. on the week or on sundays and i love that yeah that's really cool just go fishing like i mean i could go swimming but i spend most of my time fishing yeah yeah that's and, so uh, great the the jersey i'm wearing that's from the bass nation regional Okay. So I fished a few of those. Yeah. So how, okay. So back up a little bit. How did you go from fishing with the giant family into fishing bass nation? I mean, like where, where did it start from like fishing into like bass into tournaments into like really tournaments? And are you still doing tournaments like that now? Um, yeah. Um, I, so, I mean, that lake's been, I mean, it, it, it's called Horseshoe Lake and that's where I got the name of the company. Oh. Yeah, that was going to come up too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Which it also ties in. It just worked perfectly. It was just one of those things. I spent a long time trying to think of a name. Yeah. And, um, it, it, I mean, obviously that's where I learned to fish. That's where I did. I mean, I have done most of my fishing in my life. It's where I still fish a lot. And, okay. uh, at the time I was working as a manager at a Western store so ties into that and horseshoes are good luck so i mean it just oh right on just worked you know yeah cool. but, uh, fishing that lake um you know it's a little 30 acre lake it's got bass in it I mean, my dad wanted to fish walleye all the time so we didn't have a boat or anything we'd fish from shore but i mean you can only do that so much but i'd call my grandparents in the summer every day every weekday at like are you going down to the cabin? No, no, <laughs> no, no. And then they, they would, I, you know, I'd get them to cave, you know, at least yeah, once more a week. <laughs> yeah. And I'd take the little paddle boat out and just go fish around. Oh, so just, that's cool. You know, and bass is definitely the target species in there. <laughs> and I kind of, I went from there and I mean, so I've always had that place. I've always been able to fish there, which is like, I'm grateful for that. It used to have, you know, a lot of big fish in it and I didn't know what I was doing. And then we had a bad winter kill and we don't have that anymore. But, um, so I, I'd always done that. My uncle fished tournaments. Um, is that the same uncle that encouraged you to yep. paint? Okay. My uncle Sean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, so shout, shout out, out to Sean. Seriously. Point, point, point. <laughs> what a cool dude. Shout out. Um, and you know, he, he kind of got out of it after he had kids and would fish a couple a year. And one of his good buddies, that he'd fit, you know, his, you know, essentially his partner for whatever couple tournaments he'd fish a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked me, he goes, do you want to, we need another guy for our state team. Uh, do you want to fish it? So I was like, yeah, I'll fish it down the table rock. Never fished a tournament before. And wow. Uh, 
go down there, you know, never seen a lake like that before. Yeah. You know, I'm used yeah. To a little mud. different than horseshoe. Yeah. yeah. I'm used to mud lakes and, you know, you throw at docks and trees and whatever, no clear water, no, no rocks. I mean, there's about 20 rocks in the whole state of Nebraska, I think, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and going down there to fish and everything, it's just rock. Um, and I just threw a Senko around and ended up finishing, I think, six <laughs> in that tournament out of 50 guys. So wow. that's a good start. Jeez. Yeah. So it kind of kind of hooked me there. Then I qualified to fish the regional the following year at Gunnersville. So my second okay. tournament ever was down at Gunnersville. That was your second derby ever? Yep. Jeez Louise. And that was a very eye-opening experience because that was a 150-boat tournament. Good Lord. And going out there, catching my limit right away. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm feeling good. They're all two and a half pounders, nothing big, but I'm like, this is pretty good. And then I yeah. realized two and a half pounders at Gunnersville don't do, don't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. right, yeah. So, um, yeah, and it kind of just went from there. So now I just fish that every year. Then once I moved back to Omaha, the same guy, Chris, that got me into bass or got me into tournament fishing. Mm. Um, I joined his club and now I've been fishing club tournaments the past couple of years, along with the, state tournament that's awesome what uh what's the name of the club you're in river city bass river city bass shout out river city bass so it's a good group of guys i think we're the biggest club in nebraska so how many how many boats do you have at your derbies um usually it's not that many it's like you know 12 i would say on average you might get a little more a little less depending on the tournament that's fun so everybody knows each other and there's like a rag camaraderie i assume yeah, and we don't fish for money. Essentially, um, our club, you fish for points, and mm-hmm. yep. whoever finishes in the top eight qualifies for our state team, and then you just – they pay for that, So, oh, which is a cool dope. deal. So it's not – you know, not everyone's cutting each other off, and it's kind of makes it a more fun tournament, but you're still fishing for something. Yeah. Right. That's really like a cool yeah, system. That's, that's, that is cool. Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your favorite way to get them? What's your favorite way to catch fish? Um – probably not a jig or probably not a crankbait probably a jig okay yeah you like are you and are you uh shallow like a flipping skipping jig or are you like a out on a rock hump dragging a football jig guy or what, what kind of jig fishing uh either or like yeah uh, i fished i i was lucky enough you know doing this and went and met a couple strangers up in minnesota i met hellabass and uh oh, tk right up there and we did some fishing and they just Funny. kept making fun of me because i was a dragger and i was catching fish behind them or a guy in the boat on a jig yeah dude that's wild so are you uh, are you a patient person in general aj because i feel like dragging a jig like you can absolutely catch fish but it takes a certain level of like focus and or like patience uh i wouldn't say patient necessarily but like i just have so much confidence in it sure that i can just go anywhere and well you know when i catch fish why wouldn't you yeah yeah yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty logical. Sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's dope. So, how long have you known uh, Rich then from Hellabass? Um, I met him at the Lacrosse Regional in twenty twenty one. Okay. I think. So, a couple of years now. Um, yeah, we had a good. I mean, that was the first time. I mean, since then. Well, we fished. He qualified for nationals that year, and so did I out of lacrosse. So. Okay. Yeah, that's really dope. That's really, it's funny how like the, the fishing world is kind of tied together. Like we know Rich and you know Rich and now we know you and it's just, we should all hold hands. So cute. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so you have a really good Instagram following. I haven't looked on like Facebook and stuff. Like how did you build that? And mm. do you only do online sales or do you go to shows? Do you have an Etsy account? Like tell, tell us all of that. Um, I've built my Instagram following back when it was easy. Okay. It's not, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot harder. Like I spend a lot of time, like I had the algorithm down, like when, like I, I would track, I had a notebook where I tracked when I posted every day, what I posted, the, you know, what my caption was just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, now they're really, you know, pumping, you know, really promoting reels and it's just a lot yeah. tougher to do it like for that. But, um, you know, Facebook hasn't been as good. I think, I don't know how many followers I have on there. Pretty much everything just trickles over from Instagram. I kind of just focus on Instagram because that's where the bulk of my following is. And I, I kind of built it up on there by posting in those um, groups, those fishing flea market, whatever uh -huh. um, groups and kind of gained a following, a good following from them. Like um, I would say like, quality of customer my facebook customers are better just like a higher percentage of my followers from facebook will buy something rather than instagram you know um so i i only sell on through my website anymore um i'll have some people that message me and say hey i want this you know i do a lot of custom work still like guys will send me baits and i'll paint them you know usually you don't see pictures of those because I really don't have a reason to post them unless I think I really do a good job. Then I'll ask, but that's yeah. fairly rare. Yeah. So, so do, do dudes send you like swim baits or, or things like that? Or is it mostly like jerk baits, crank baits, whatever? Oh, uh, it's mostly crank baits. I kind of try to not do swim baits. I don't think, okay. I think there's better people out there than me. Um, okay. And the time and I'm not like, you know, for a long time, like I, I just wasn't set up to, swim baits mm. so there's okay. a lot of people that do that and they do a great job i just decided to let them have it and yeah i'm not going to chase that yeah right on i just saw that on your website you have that thing about sending in baits and i didn't know mm -hmm. if that was like wide open like any bait on planet earth or um any new baits that have been out recently that you really enjoy painting i saw that you have like the og stuff on there like the rapala defo stuff is there anything new that you're like you like slapping paint on um those I do, uh, the OG slims. Yeah. Uh, I really like painting them because they have smooth sides, which, mm -hmm. you know, no scales or anything. So you can really make that paint pop on it. There's sure. nothing, no, no scales or anything to eat up the detail of your paint. Yeah. And I mean, most painters will tell you the same thing. It's like they'd prefer a smooth sided bait sure. and flat sides are easier to put a stencil on rather than a curved surface. Okay. So, but new stuff, um, not, re not really. I haven't had a lot of people send me any new stuff. Okay. Just because, and I don't, I don't, I don't venture out as much as I used to. Yeah. I, I just kind of paint what I know will sell. If I find a really good deal on something, I might buy a bunch and sell them and see what happens. Or, sure. But, have you, uh, have you done any of like the, like the bait bundles from like lure net or anything like that, where you can get like a, six pack like Zara spooks or anything like that. And like painted those up. No, <laughs> we'll just keep that. I don't think, I don't think those exist. I haven't seen that deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Perfect. Yep. There it is. Yep. 
Perfect. Point taken. Fair I enough. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, dude. Let me ask you a, a specific I should, I, question. I, you know, I, I've done a lot of them. I have a ton of them. I wish yeah. they, I mean, they cut the price on them and I bought hundreds. So. Wow. That's crazy, dude. Let me, um, how long does it take you? I know there's got to be variants based on the lure, the pattern, the color, the whatever, but how long does it take you? Let's just say on a, um, I don't know, is there a spook, whatever. How long does it take you clear to finished in a, I don't know, a ghost gill color, let's say, or, you know, from very start to very finish, how long does it take you to paint up a bait? One bait. Um, yeah. I, I'd want to say like maybe 15 minutes. Okay. But there's a lot that goes into it, you know, because yeah. everything I'm doing is in batches. Right, so, so you're doing a little bit oh. and then moving on, letting one thing dry, coming back to it, adding stuff, letting that dry, coming back, clearing it, whatever. Yeah, and like, I mean, painting crankbait seems all fun, but when you realize that what you really are are a crankbait sander, <laughs> that that's, I mean, I spend just almost as much time, depending on the paint job, I spend almost as much time sanding a bait as I do painting it. Wow. And do you have to, do you have to sand um, blanks when they come in? Yeah, I sand everything. So I won't like nothing. Like if a blank has scales and stuff, or and that goes for any bait, not just a blank. Mm. If it has scales or any kind of detail, I try not to like sand it, sand it because you don't want to take away those scales. So a lot of it'll come down to using, um, like Scotch Bright pads. Oh sure, which takes a lot longer, but. You don't want to eat that detail away. And I tried like soda blasting and stuff and it doesn't, it's a lot messier, you know, and it doesn't save me any time. It doesn't seem like so. Okay. Yeah. It's something that I I can do and sit here and watch something on TV or listen to a podcast. Yeah. I know of one really good podcast you should listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It's called um, Hella Bass. (laughs) (laughs) It's not ours. Um, uh, what was I just going to ask you? Uh, shoot, I had it and then I lost it. Help me, bird. What was I going to ask? I you? don't know. It was going to be. It was going to be a really sure. good one too. Diggity dog. Um, shoot. Oh, you're Duh. thinking of it. Yeah. Go, Nate. Go ahead. No. You okay. Got it. You got it. Okay, <laughs> I do. Um, are you still doing the Chernobyl craw? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite, dude. Do you yeah. have one there you can show people? Because it is the seriously dopest. I mean, that thing's got to work on every color of water or clarity of water ever. And then, like, with that clear eye, my Lord. Well, this one's still in the, is in the package. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Gosh. So, I did it for this podcast. So, when it launches, <laughs> I'll put it up on the website. Yes, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see yes. the picture. And I did this one in a flat That's finish, awesome. too, which I think looks even better. Flat. Wait, bring that back up. Hold on. Ooh, bring that back up. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Oh my gosh! And so, okay, give us, give us some. Oh my gosh, dude! Give us the background on that. Where did you come up with that pat? That color? It's really not. I mean, it's the same craw pattern that you do, but the colors are just super crazy. The eye is super crazy. How did you? How did you make that? Um. So I wanted something bright. I had a guy that um sent me some wiggle warts, and there was an old Bass Pro Shops color. Um. That was real bright like that. Like it was Bass Pro Shops exclusive wiggle work color. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I, he goes, I just want it bright. Something like this. He goes, just do it like that. 
Yeah. And so I was messing with it, messing with it. And, uh, you know, I did it for that. And I was like, I wonder if, you know, I start, it got me thinking after I did those, I'm like, I bet you I can do it even brighter. Mm-hmm. And then I had those eyes sitting there and I was like, well, we'll just see. Like, yeah. What are those eyes for? What else would they be used for? Cause they're, they're so kind of I had them. I did. I used to do, um, and I haven't done it in a long time and I should do it again. I just had like a green pumpkin, had a green pumpkin back and then faded into a chartreuse belly. Okay. And I first okay. used it on those and then I would splatter it with chartreuse paint too. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. And that sounds dope. Yeah. You should I did really well on that. That sounds awesome. And so I had the eyes sitting there. And like I said, I came up with that and just wanted to do something as bright as possible. Gosh, I love that color so much. That that's literally the color why I started like following you, buying your stuff. I've caught so many fish on that Chernobyl craw pattern, and the name is freaking dope. So yeah. I know you said that uh, you know you struggled to find uh, or land on a name horseshoe tackle. How did you come up with Chernobyl craw? I mean, I get it because it's like it looks like it's radiating something. Like the color is so bright. But how did you come up with Chernobyl craw? Because that's a pretty cool color name. Um, I don't know. I spent a lot of time thinking. Like yeah. sitting here, huffing paint fumes, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, it just came right. to you. <laughs> yeah, you come up with a pattern high as a kite, and it's like all consonants. It's Kushikimpakisifa. That's perfect. You're like, dude, maybe maybe wait a little bit. You're not thinking straight yet. Try to keep the alliteration or something that rolls off the tongue well. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I, I was just looking back at our Instagram messages when I ordered some for Jordan, and uh, it was bourbon barrel cross. Bourbon barrel, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, we got in two that, of those in that for bling, you for Christmas twenty twenty. Yeah, that fifty five looking thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that is like my go to spring color. Mm-hmm. Is that bourbon yeah. barrel curl? The brown that's and orange. So good. Yeah, because on around second. me, he might like, have one. Keep talking. I'm um, sure might be. <laughs> you know, I'm sure the same thing for you guys. Crawfish aren't red. Like, right? They're never red. Yeah, they're brown. You know. Yeah. So brown and orange and. I had a, I had a spring where I was throwing red, catching fish on red, and then the sun went away, got cloudy out, and I yep. switched to brown, and it was just lights out. I mean, just like that, throwing the same bait, different color. Wow! About a foot foot of visibility in water, like something where they shouldn't be able to see it. And that darker brown, you definitely shouldn't be able to see it. It matched yeah. the water color, but yeah, yeah. And that's oh. been kind of my go-to since in the spring that's that's awesome i had a i had a, a season i might have been last last year maybe the year before where i tied the chernobyl craw on for the first tournament of the year and i would the only thing i did was retie that on the crankbait rod the whole season like i i, I legit had it tied on for the whole season i fished it spring summer fall into winter like you know just anywhere I'd, I'd get into like some dirty water some even some clear water some some rocks like i fished that thing all season and it caught fish like all season long it was it was super dope yeah and i mean it's just i probably, one of those, I probably need to get a few more well we'll get you i'm, I'm a little they yeah. look a little bit better than the ones you got I'm a little bit better yeah, than i was I, back that then. that matt one yeah, that matt one sounds sounds sweet we might have to pick some of those up but uh Let's see what let's see what this guy. The guy's eyes got. on these are so cute. Okay, you narrate because I can't hear anything. Okay, he can't hear anything. So here I am narrating. I'm not sure what <laughs> I'm saying, but they got cute little eyeballs. Hold on, he's got to just drag our thingy. Okay. Oh, put your hand behind it like the makeup tutorials. Remember? Oh, paper. I can't see anything. <laughs> 
that ain't gonna work. Yeah, like, uh, how's it working? Can you guys him. see it? His thumb looks pretty good. Honey, it is kind of bad. Do you want me to be Vanna? Yeah, you do it. I'm terrible. And then you can talk. Okay. Okay. And that's that. That's that brown barrel crawl, right? Yep. We are yeah, obviously yeah. pros as it comes to displaying baits. And then I'm also like struggling to find stuff in the boat. So that's the first one, that bourbon barrel craw and like the Jackal 55 crankbait. That is the deadliest freaking square bill. The eyes on top, like the old school ball sub or the blink 55 by Jackal. And then the absolute killer of all killers, the Chernobyl craw. Those eyes, the black pattern. Show the underside of it, Lola. That chartreuse on the yeah. belly of the... I mean, my God. The, the, yeah, come on, AJ. How are you going to say that doesn't look good? Like, there's, yeah. it, does, it got it gets better oh. than that? Like, Yeah, it gets better than that. My lines are a lot oh, man. crisper now. Dude, it, I don't know so how they could back be. Back then, right? I was yeah. using Thanks, a UV clear coat, and it kind of bleached out the fluorescent paint on that. Dude, uh, I don't know. Just a little bit, like... The the new ones are brighter. Wow, they're brighter. Ooh. Yeah, we got we got to we got to put in an order. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it so right that now. that's a good that's a good transition. Then, um, wait, what was the, what noise was it? This one? No, this one. There it is. That's a good transition. Uh, it took me two tries, but I got it. Uh, AJ, how can people if people are listening and their their brains work, they should want to order some stuff from you. Um, especially, man, if you're if you're a like me. A human being and you listen to podcasts you should maybe for this one be a little bit more like nate and be a viewer podcast person and see some of the stuff that aj yeah, has been showing and us and, um but if people want to buy some of your stuff how can they find you how can they track you down aj uh horseshoe tackle.com is my website um through be able to find anything mm-hmm. my instagram's horseshoe custom okay and facebook is horseshoe custom tackle okay um, but the website is where everything happens. You can shoot me an email off of there. Yeah. We can talk. Um, Instagram messages are much better than Facebook messages. I okay. will see Instagram messages. I might not see a Facebook message. Okay. Just the way it gets muddled in there. Yeah. So. And as Lola asked earlier, which I thought was a really good question, um, you are only selling via your website correct like there's not correct. like uh, ebay or an etsy or a in-store or anything it's just on your website where people can get your stuff yep just on my website yeah gosh. i don't want to pay any more fees than i have to I was gonna yeah, say, that's, that's true one man, place one sure. stop shop um you referenced earlier too you said you quit your job are, are you back working somewhere are you still doing this is your job this is my job i love that dude mm-hmm. gosh i, I was gonna that. ask awesome. the same thing good for yeah. you yeah, good for you, man. So before we let you go, let me ask you that then. If it is um if it is your job and this is it, what what's the future look like for you, homie? Like where do you go with this? I'm not sure. Uh okay. to be hundred percent honest with That's you. That's okay, it, yeah. Like I I'm like getting I'm branching out a little bit. I'm selling finesse jigs now. I mean, I didn't want to step on the toes of other lure makers like you know jig makers a because i don't tie them fast enough okay to make money. you know i make yeah. way more money on a crankbait than i do on a jig but sometimes i get tired of painting to be honest and like like i said i've been making jigs since i was in high school so it's really just cool. something that i can kind of do for for fun mm-hmm. which is also yeah. work yeah um 
So I, and I just do finesse jigs because I, I think people don't spend enough time. Like, you know, a lot of the jig companies, they make jigs and they have all these different jigs, but no one really seems to focus on finesse jigs. I mean, yeah, Beast Coast usually does, an afterthought. You're right. They're starting to, but yep. So that's all I do are finesse jigs. I have two, that's I have cool. a light, light wire and a heavy wire. So the light wire is a thin two on mm-hmm. hook. Then the heavy wire is a beefy three on. Okay. So you have two yeah. different options on that. Then I do some other things, um, plug knockers, which I usually do pretty well on. So quite a, a plug few knocker. Of <laughs> uh, <laughs> t- tell, tell her what a plug knocker is, AJ. I, I don't have one handy. Uh, so essentially, it's just a weight clip on, drop it down, okay, and then it'll get your bait unhung. As long as so you, if you snag a, if you snag on a, a tree or whatever, the plug knocker goes down and plops it off oh. of the, so you can get it back. So you don't have to jump in. Yeah, Lola, when we very first started uh, dating and hanging out and fishing together, AJ, she would always sort of backhanded compliment me and say, you're so good at getting snags out. <laughs> I just, he was good. he'd like do the whole thing, putting the rod down and do yeah. this little shoop, shoop, and then he'd and have I'm it. Like, it's because I get snagged all the effing time. I it's not an impressive bad. skill, really. No, it's not bad. You just I have was to learn impressed. how to do it. And that's one of the tools is a, is a good plug knocker. Um yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a video recently of Ike. He was fishing on the shoreline somewhere uh, with some random dude, and he got hung in some rocks. And he did that thing where you slide the rod down the line on its I own, get that. and it still didn't free it. Um, so that doesn't always work. Really, a plug knocker like that because just the weight. If you can get it just the right angle, it's like a what do you call that? Um, like in like South America, we're zip lining. Zip line, it's yeah. like a zip line for getting your lure off. Pop huh. it in there. Yeah, they do work really well. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. also in your future. AJ is getting married, so that's pretty rad. Yeah. Do you do you have a date set? October fifth. Woo! Oh, that's dope, dude. And did yeah. you do that because it's right after my birthday? Yeah. Like, See? yeah, that's exactly. It's actually on my fiance's brother's birthday, so we're gonna cake for him at the wedding. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's cute. You yeah, want to have a cake <laughs> with us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Um, Nate, Lola, you guys got anything else for this dude, oh, this, this master so of, of paint before we uh, before we let him roll out? Yeah, I just uh do you have any like visions of like local retail shops for your for your baits or anything like that? Like mm. is that like maybe a like, down the road thought or anything? So I, I actually had thought for a while that about just like opening a tackle shop. Yeah. Doing a um you know, a bass centric tackle shop. Because mm. there's really I mean, unfortunately in Omaha we have Shields, Cabela's, and Bass Pro. Wow. So we got so we got Whoa. all three. Yeah, which kind of sucks for. I mean, there really isn't any mom and pop shops. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, those are all those really are awesome solid. Shops, <laughs> but I get, yeah, I totally but get what you're saying though. Pop, yeah, it's yeah. impossible for a little local spot unless mm. you got really specific, like yeah, the hookup tackle or something JDM ish or or you'd super have to be far enough or, away from those places yeah. to open one up. But yeah, and like my my whole thought was kind of being like, well, I mean, I had the thought of pretty much being like Omnia before Omnia really blew up yeah was yep. doing like you know pretty much no storefront and then just doing online mm-hmm. but because like i said i got i got the background in retail and i worked sure. you know pretty much did most everything um for that you know all the way up to buying and stuff so like warehouse work mm-hmm. so yep. i kind of had all the experience to do it and then you know 
once uh like i said once omnia kind of blew up i'm like man i really like these guys yeah yeah <laughs> they're really solid. like they're doing everything that i'd uh, want to do and i don't think i can compete with them so other than having mm-hmm. a local store here it would be tough but okay. like for myself i don't think i would um i really honestly i don't have hardly any local customers mm. i was going to ask you that like if it's just yeah. like if it's all over or if you do have local yeah so, where, where have you mailed your baits to um i i'd have to I'll see if i can pull it up right now yeah, I mean, have you uh, sent them to some pretty cool places? Yeah, I've sent like I have some in South Africa. I just got a guy oh that oh. sent me a picture of a Murray cod he caught on one of my baits no. in Australia. Oh my god, that's sweet, dude. Yeah, oh, I need to oh. I need to get it set up, like figure out all the taxes and stuff to ship um international, like mm-hmm. full time. Like these guys would have um crates in the United States and they would just have stuff shipped there. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Once they get a crate full of stuff, they'd ship it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I've sold to most of the states. Mm-hmm. I looked up um, in the past year. There's only a few missing that I ha- hadn't shipped to. Iowa is one of them. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You've never oh, shipped man. to Iowa? Uh, no. The problem is, like, you know, everyone, in, you know, I know, I shouldn't say I know a ton of the guys that are bass fishing in western Iowa, mm-hmm. but I know quite a few of them, and, you know, people. So a lot of that's just, word of mouth and okay iowa like people let's let's yeah, get him on the map we need to figure it out for sure yeah, you need to resolve that jeepers Iowa shouldn't feel bad because i think i only had like two customers from nebraska work for me so where you're <laughs> actually from yeah Jeez. <laughs> so um you know i i just don't focus a lot on local stuff i do one show every year um well every year i said i say that like i do it every year but i i did it last year i'm gonna do it this year just a little swap meet show in omaha Mm. so that's what i just got a new banner for yeah it looks good yeah Uh, how did it go uh, last year it went well i I did one in kansas city they had a big um outdoor fishing show Mm. and i did not like they didn't have the traffic they Mm. um and I talked to other guys there that do a lot of other shows, and they say this is by far the worst they've had. Unfortunately, nice. they did it on a weekend we had snow, and then or they had snow down there, and um, a Chiefs playoff game. Oof. So, you know, yeah. they had, the Chiefs had like a three o'clock playoff game, so nobody yeah. in Kansas City nobody was. was yeah, they're yep. all they're all at home or at a bar or something. They're not they're not going to an outdoor show to buy some dope custom painted cranks. Right. Yeah, so I didn't do I didn't do well there, and but I went and did this little show in Omaha, and I didn't I didn't prepare for it. I just grabbed what I had on the wall, yeah, brought it there, and I did better than I did down in Kansas City. So okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to do that again, and I'm really building up an inventory for stuff. You know, like around here, bluegill crankbaits, like you know, that's the deal. Okay, yeah. I brought a bunch of rock crawlers and. We don't like we don't have any rock here, so it's <laughs> <laughs> really, funny. really just useful. in case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, are you planning on taking over the world now that you and Milliken are like the two bass fishermen from Nebraska? Uh, I mean, we got we got others. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> All right, we got others. <laughs> who who else is from Nebraska? A guy named Denny Brower, but he's from Nebraska. Is, is Brower from Nebraska? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew that. 
Yeah, and yes, I've heard of him. Of I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty good. He's all, all right. Kind of built the same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe he's in the tacos. Also, we should get him on the show. Yeah, you should. You should try to get him on the show. I don't think uh, I'd be able to talk though. I think I'd be so scared of Denny Brower, like <laughs> having. I'd be like, you, um, so uh, black blue jig. Um, you uh, like I don't think I'd even be able to get like sentences out, but um, you know that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know he's from Nebraska. That's dope. Dude. Yeah. So it, I mean, uh, we it there's not a lot of bass fishing. Walleye still king here. Yeah. Um, you know, around Omaha there's more bass fishing, but the lakes here suck. I mean, really? like I said, we're we're in that club, and we fished one tournament in Nebraska last year. Oh really? So wow. you're you're traveling for all your your spots? Yeah, we, we fish a lot in Iowa. Okay. Um, Where are you fishing? Did, like Spirit Lake, or what are you? Uh, yeah, we went, well we went up to Okaboji. Sure. Okaboji, that's the that's a spot. Yeah, that's the juice. Yeah. Yep. The probably one of the best lakes in the country. It's really yeah, slept on up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big lake. Yeah, big fish. Yeah, it gets slept on for sure. Well, the problem what, is, what I was, think what was big bag. Can do you remember? Because I've heard of uh, we had heavy we bait. hit it real bad um and a oh, lot okay. of our club guys are the guys that are fishing the tournaments up there like the opens so we have a lot right. of Okaboji hammers but we had a cold front come through and all those fish um i kind of i'm gonna pat myself on the back i kind of got it halfway figured out okay yeah um, that's good pat I yourself drop, yeah. i was drop shotting the front of docks and i'm okay. i fish only as a co-angler like i don't fish the front of the boat ever okay so i was fishing as a co and the guy i was fishing with I was drop shotting in front of these docks and catching fish and he was throwing everything else. And, uh, like this is a guy that I didn't know he owned a spinning rod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, right like right yeah. he's, he's cranking or throwing a jerk bait something. And he pulled one out. And I'm like, man, I didn't, I didn't even know you owned one of those. And, uh, <laughs> for our club tournament, he finished second and I finished third. Wow. Overall. That's so, great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't have, I think big bass is like, only like five. I say only five, but yeah, five's a good right. fish. It's not. Yeah. And I think big bag was like eighteen. Something Even like that, that, that's still a good bag. But yeah, for yeah. Okaboji, that can put out significantly yeah. larger. What 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 kind of stuff were you hearing about Okaboji, Nate? I think last year there were a couple like twenty six and twenty seven pound. Bags I was going to say there was there, over there was a thirty, wasn't there? Yeah, was there, there a thirty? With there there was yeah, a 30 I didn't know was. Yeah, I mean that's just wild. God, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, but when lots- you think when you think bass fishing. You think Iowa? Am I right? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, not necessarily, but I <laughs> no, mean, you Iowa, don't. But it's it's there though. Iowa does a much better job than Nebraska. I mean, hundred yeah. percent does a much better job. Like yeah. the way they manage the lakes, how they build the lakes, how they put mm-hmm. the structure in. It's four bass. Yeah, they're doing good out the Iowa DNR. I don't know if you ever heard of AJ a lake that's close to uh, where Lola and I used to live, where Nate lives now, called Lost Grove. Um, it's to me, it's like a model of when the DNR puts their mind to something. So it's it's not a huge like what is it, Nate? Five hundred acres? So, yeah, four four something. I think. Yeah, yeah it's not, not very big. big. At all. It's a flooded lowland, like creaky area with a bunch of standing timber. It gets up to like I think fifty five, sixty feet deep. Um, and a couple years ago, I pulled a seven out of there in practice. Um, we've heard stories of we've heard a lot of people saying there's tens in there, um, but for a lake that's not even that old, yeah, the Iowa DNR. Shout out Iowa DNR. Honestly, like they're putting in yeah, work, they're putting in work for making these these bass lakes, which is pretty cool. Yeah, we fish a lot of like, um, you know, three mile, 12 mile Green Valley. And just like, you know, one of them's always getting 
seems you know getting renovated they're rebuilding putting rock piles in mm-hmm. you right. know, they're just doing doing it right yeah putting shallow brush like um it's just we've like like i said we fish most of our tournaments in iowa i mean and it's not that far we'd have to drive that far to go any place in nebraska that's decent mm-hmm. anyways yeah. probably further actually but and we're three little over three hours from Okaboji. So okay. Yeah. It's yeah, not too not great crazy. to go fish that lake. Dude, I'm just sitting here talking to you as I'm talking to you. I'm looking at this um Chernobyl Craw square bill. And I know you, you said you can do better. This thing is so this thing is so filthy, dude. Gosh, this is so sick. This pattern is so beautiful. The color combos, man, I'm telling you. And just so everybody knows, to be totally clear, like right? Like, we're not sponsored by a horseshoe tackle. We have no, like, it isn't like some sponsor. Once a month, we'll have mine and he can push baits. Like, this is just because we respect what he's doing. For sure. Yeah. They, these are, golly, get on, get online and buy some of these things, man. When are, when are you going to launch the uh, Chernobyl Cross? Uh, I could put them online right now if I wanted to. Do it. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wait till Taco Tuesday, maybe. That might be tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Vic. Well, all right, man. We uh we super appreciate you, AJ, for, for coming on our show. Um, you are this this I don't know if there's some kind of an award here, but I think do we agree here, Lola Nate, that this dude may be the most tacoiest uh oh, cooking guest we've had oh, so yeah. far. Very good. I mean, this, dude, yeah. this dude, he's grown his he's own cilantro. He's grown his own jalapenos. He's oh, uh, yeah. he's making smoked prime rib tacos. His soon-to-be wife is with him because of his tacos. It just makes sense. You are you are the winner, AJ, for the most tacoiest guest we've had. So thank you for that. Thank you. Well, I think that's the greatest honor that you guys could <laughs> that is. Yeah. Like what's next for horseshoe? Well, I reached my well, goal. So yeah. I, I wish we had tacos. A, it's already horseshoe. shaped like a horseshoe anyway. Or yeah, like a taco anyways. Horseshoe tackle, horseshoe <laughs> taco. Sound like you have a speech impediment. It's, it's really close it's phonetically. Good. So yeah. anyway, well, thank you very much, man, for jumping on. We we appreciate the fire out of you. Everybody, go follow the dude. Go buy some lures. They are worth it. They're well made. They're well thought out. Incredibly well painted. Um, thank you, AJ. Appreciate it. Thanks so yep. much. I got one more Peace. for you. Okay. Oh, let's get um, it. I know you guys deer hunt. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have Hank Shaw's Buck Buck Moose book, pick it Buck. up. Okay. Um, he's a chef turned hunter. Oh, so, right on. Um, his barbacoa venison, or I think it's anything like yeah. that roast. Yeah. Um, right. Great. Okay. Okay. I'm going to look, look it up. up. Yeah. 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 We're always down to grow. All right, man. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. Thank you. All right. Now, bye bye. Peace. All right, so that was the dude. Yeah. That was really fun. You know, because it it's funny, like, whenever we bring people on like AJ, somebody who's not um, Brandon Polinick, where you can look on YouTube and find a million interviews yeah. he's done, you don't really know what to expect. And this dude was kind. He had a he had a he had a great vocabulary. Yeah. And, you know, he's he was very intelligent, spoke clearly, spoke well, and knew his crap about tacos. That was amazing. I don't think yeah, he even wanted awesome. to talk about tackle. Um <laughs> Uh-huh. But man, Nate, um, what did you think? Well, first of all, uh, thanks to everybody for putting up with my coughing uh, throughout this episode and pausing of the mic. And Aww. thanks for putting me on that one, Jordan. That was a uh, that was a little bit ridiculous, but uh, yeah, yeah no, I, it happens, right for for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, being able to talk to the artist, the man, uh, you know, behind the baits, that was that was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, 
yeah, the, I, like he says, I don't, I don't know how the quality of the stuff that we got years yeah. ago could get any better. Um, because it's, it's just ridiculous. Like the attention to detail, um, you know, little stuff like, like the eyes, uh, in the bait yeah. and like the, the blending crazy. of the colors and texture of the, the back, like he was saying, how he can texture the, the shell on the crawfish. Like it's just, it's just wild. Like yeah. it's crazy. It really um, is. Just so, so dope. Yeah. And if anybody saw there on YouTube, I actually did a decent job. It was better displaying it that time. That was normal. That was better than the first time for sure. Yeah, much yeah. better the without the paper. Like, what was that? Why are you coughing now, Nate? It's contagious through the microphone. What did you do to me? It, it makes me feel better. It makes me yeah. feel a lot better. Makes, I'll be honest. Makes you hey, feel better that I'm right coughing. Through. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It makes you feel. Makes me feel better. You're coughing now. Yeah. I hope it doesn't thing? trickle into uh, to tonight. You know, in your sleep and your bedtime, like mine will, but. Right yeah. now, I feel better. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to, Nate. And uh, also, right. if anybody hasn't checked it out yet, please, please, please uh, head to TacklingTacos.com. Our merch store is open. Um, it's still the most exciting thing in the world when I get an email, like, you got an order or whatever. Yeah. T-shirts. Hats. hats, stickers. We have a sticker sheet um, that has all kinds of cool stickers on it that um, the stickers on the sticker sheet are not stickers you can buy, if that makes any sense. Like individually. Right. They're just, it's just on yeah. the sticker sheet. My favorite one by far is the cut down tree, like a tree stump with the leaf growing out of it. And it says positivity is worth the effort, like an yeah. old school, like 1980s summer camp font. Yep. Um, yeah. We're just having fun with it, man. So please check that out. Support it. Please go to our, our new friend, AJ's, um, website support him buy some stuff and his uh, we had it written down somewhere uh his mission statement to set you apart from the pack ensuring you have the perfect bait and the perfect color um there really is times man where like if the fish are eating um i don't know what uh, a rock crawler or a deep diving crankbait um having that similar or same bait but in a color the fish haven't seen yet can quite literally win you a tournament and yeah, if you're without and if a it, doubt and if you're not tournament fishing, it can quite literally just put more fish in the boat, make you have more fun while you're fishing. And the fish have not seen some of the crap that AJ's doing. They just haven't. So it really is. Uh, it's worth your it's worth your money to go to go snag one. Oh, yeah. And support a small business. Yeah, right. Support a dude. I mean, who's it's chasing not like a, he's chasing a dream. That small anymore. If he quit his job to yeah, do yeah. it. So. Job. That's, that's, Good for him. that's big time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pumped to hear that he's still doing that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You guys have anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. Nate? No, I don't. That was I don't. awesome. No, no, this was a good one. Yeah. Nate, this was Nate fun. go get better. Go feel better. Go feel better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I can feel it getting tight up in Uh-oh. here. Uh-oh. Shoot. Uh-oh. But just be positive. Just be yeah. positive. Because you know why. you know, positivity is worth the effort. Peace. That was such a good transition. <laughs> that was so smooth. All right. We love you guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, peace. peace out.